Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. <sighs> if you like a lot of wrestling on your podcast, join our club. Whoa, on your what? On your podcast? On your He's got what? it wrong. Not He's on your Nelly. Not doing nothing. Huh? Wait, what? You say, on, you say on your YouTube normally. Okay. You said on your podcast. Rather do not then. What? Not, we can't change it. No. Oh, okay. Have you, did, what, 200 a, episodes in? Was this a deliberate decision there? I thought it changed because all the Spotify people oh, saying how, no. how many people have... No, no. Okay, this is like okay. when Bob Dylan went electric. <laughs> <laughs> Judas! Yeah. It's like when Queen swore never to do the synthesizer stuff and then Radio Gaga came out, huh? It is like that. Let's start again. What are they? <laughs> Gaga. Oh. If you like a lot of That's wrestling, all staying on, in, is it? Yeah, on yeah, it's YouTube, join yeah. our call. Hello, and welcome to the Cold Holic Wrestling Podcast. Mm. You're listening to the dulcet tones of Matthew wearing the Home Alone Christmas jumper that his mum got him. So oh. he hopes by wearing this, it'll actually prove that his mum does listen to this rather than lying like she has been in the few weeks. I'm only kidding, <laughs> mum. I love you. Uh, Jack <laughs> is wearing his fantastic gear that he puts on. Where he takes his photo every time he writes a stunning article for Colour Holly. <laughs> yeah, it's a same, it's a different photo every time. It, yes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And Ross wearing yeah. the finest gear, the only a man who's just rolled out of bed can put together a preparation for this fantastic podcast we have to you. For clarity, I got out of bed at seven AM. It's now twenty past two. And it's we should just, we should point out as well. On a Thursday. We're recording this on a Thursday. I wanted to get yeah. that weight, like get people oh, in. Hey, no. is this great? Look, all the lovely people well dressed. It is a Thursday we're podcast, sorry. so... For um, whatever's happened last yeah. night, we're sorry, yeah. What do you mean, Matthew? Well, in case this is your first ever podcast slash video on YouTube, traditionally, when we've done the podcast preemptively, because there's so much stuff to fit in this Christmas week, something bad happens. Usually releases. It's been the previous, the previous year, we've done a Friday morning, every single Friday morning, apart from two, and both... F- Thursdays, we've done the Thursday, the releases have come out of nowhere. Well, the latest two batches of releases have come out of That's nowhere. Right. So we apologise unreservedly ahead of time. Or well, now, in, you're in the past now, aren't you? That, yeah, it's, I, I, we're sorry. Mm. Yes, because obviously we're getting the blame <laughs> for this now. So, yeah. Yeah, but um, before the bad news happens, or has already happened, how are you doing, Ross? I'm full of emotion right now because this oh. is the last in-person podcast well weekly podcast of the year thanks to for boris and his his shower of shit in their announcement yesterday 
the, the um, plan B and plan Seth B, Rollins yeah, so, with the chair shot, etc. Uh, well, from what we've inferred, it's all about like minimizing face to face contact and stuff. So we're going to do back to Zoom just for next week's podcast. But thankfully, we've got everything else in the bag already. The first podcast watch along was in person. The Colties are in person, and that'll see out the rest of 2021. So full of emotion because it's the last time we'll be sat here this yeah. year. But what yeah. can you do, eh? What can you do? Rules are rules, unless you're a Tory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I mean, feeling. Uh, not all of them. Don't forget about Pacitti. Yeah, just just <laughs> the, a lot of them, but not all of them. Yes. Yeah, it should clarify. Pacitti's not a Tory. He's not. Just want to clarify that. Though. That that's right. Yeah. Good one, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh man. It's not the it's not the it's not the return of regulations that everyone's most fuming about. It's the hypocrisy. Yeah, it's the partying. Yes. Da- five partying down. Five. five parties when everyone was in lockdown in Parliament. Or oh, well, not in the House and of Commons. It started Commons, off but... as there, were, there was a party. It was like the Bruce Pritchard in the podcast. What party were we on about? Oh, that party, right? And then the, oh, that which co- party you're referring to? Oh, okay. Thingy um, Stratton, Allegra Stratton. Yeah. yeah. So she got sacked. For joking about the I party. I think she officially resigned, didn't she? Sorry, resigned. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. I mean, Pushed, I think, yeah. Um, for um, joking about the party. But if the party never happened, why is it bad enough for her to lose her job? I'm fuming. You know who I think... Let's march on London. Yeah. Most damaging party since Fire Festival. I would just like to say I love the Metropolitan Police Force as well for uh, fully investigating <laughs> what's going on, like they should do. Get her out. Uh... Dick. Dick by name, dick by nature. Oh, Cressida. Yeah. Aye. Aye. <laughs> right, for any Americans anyway, and anyone yeah. not Sorry, in Americans, the UK. This is what all the Brits are talking about right yeah. now. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boris so, should resign. Boris should be kicked out. Boris yeah, yeah, yeah. should have Brock Lesnar set upon his soul. Yeah. yeah. Aye. Yeah. I'll be there cheering him on. Go on, Brock. You can do it. Put your back <laughs> into it. Kick him in the face. That's how that song goes. Yeah. Aye. <laughs> Moving. Brocky. Brocky Lesnar. Lovely. We're off to a flyer today, aren't we? We well, certainly are. Should we be. do some wrestling Jeffrey news? Jeffrey Bezos. That's what oh, I'm doing. the Bo Burnham yeah. thing. Right. Sorry, Matthew. Go on. No worries. No worries. Because we've probably ranted about this for ages and probably yeah. turned people it's off. It's good so. to get out now. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's better out than him. Uh, on some negative news to begin with, on a weird, weird week for wrestling news, John Lanza, mm. one of the years previously as the villainous cowboy wrestler, Blackjack Lanza, Blackjack Mulligan, and then Jack Lanza, late years in WWE, uh, passed away uh, on Thursday. Wednesday evening, according to Jim Ross's Twitter. He was 86 years old. And again, not that familiar with the original run of the Blackjacks, but you look at all the black and white photos, there must be been all grizzly, got the giant mustaches and the cowboy vests. And like, they were definitely, if I was a kid back in the eight times, they were the team I would have gone, I can't wait to see the Blackjacks just beat up someone. They're real-life cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. I mean, we all, I guess we all know him more so for his like his lead agent role back in the day. Right. The, the Attitude Era, it's Pompey was the head guy. And you, you watch Beyond the Mat and you see him a little bit and stuff. So, yeah, it's a, it's a massive shame, obviously. A legend of the business. Is he related to the, the Wyatt and the Rotundas of the world? I, think I assume he's, he's in that family tree, isn't he? Somewhere on it. Uh, or maybe it's like one. Or is no. it someone else? It could be. Are oh, you thinking of Blackjack Mulligan? Maybe. Are they but not it, related? Oh, no. Mulligan is the grandfather of the Bray Wyatt. Yeah. yeah. I'm assuming they were close, though. Yeah. 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 Uncle Jack. Yeah. That Uncle Jack. That would have been, yeah. Yeah. There were, so there would have. Uh, there's been lots of outpouring support for people who work with him over the years, Matt Hardy in particular on Twitter and stuff like that. And it just, yeah, it seems like someone good innings for a wrestler from yeah, that period, absolutely. in the 80s. So, yeah. to get to the 80s, I mean, obviously. So, yeah, our condolences to the Lanza family. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, physical media of WWE events looks like it's phasing out, based on a new report from Wrestling DVD Network. The site reported Friday that WWE will no longer offer DVD and Blu-ray releases beginning in 2022. So it's a Drew McIntyre compilation set for release at the end of this year, and that looks like it's going to be it. Now, interestingly, I found myself in HMV, not last week, but the week before, mm. and the WWE section of HMV, I couldn't believe how extensive it was. You know, you've got right. the, the racks of all the DVDs and the sort of alphabet. Yeah. WWE's got its own section at the end. Mm. It's at least a foot long and several tiers high. Incredible. Wow. I couldn't believe it. The, 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 it obviously dates back to the beginning of DVDs and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, I guess it's just a commentary on the world, isn't it? I was going to say, in the UK, where the releases <laughs> for both Day One and Rumble are scheduled through uh, Fremantle, it's obviously still selling over here, so mm. why wouldn't they? So I guess Fremantle's going to be you license out the footage. So do you remember the first WF video you got? Video would have been No Way Out 2002, I think. Oh, yeah. I got, Angle Triple H. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Undertaker Rock. That's so... Taz was the tag team champion with Spike right. Dudley, I think. Uh, NWO's debut as well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that stuff. But I got Super Bowl 2000 was the first <laughs> That's one. That's right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on. How about yourself, Joe? Mine was um, one from a few years before I'd been watching it. Like, I started watching it around sort of 2000, but my first video was from like 97 or 98. It was the best of Raw. It probably was released oh, in like, one. It was probably released in like 99, but it had like, yeah, it had yeah, like, yeah, that's it had like the got. feud with Austin Kane and Taker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember being so like traumatized by the Val Venus Kyan type bit <laughs> that I, then when my brother tried to watch it, I used to hide it from him to protect him. Wow. So, yeah, I used to hide it under the settee, and then he'd find it. I'd be like, Mom, Thomas found the video again. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, Castration's a hell of a thing for someone to deal with at any age. Oh, my God. It was all I thought it was the worst thing I'd ever yeah. seen. I hated Kyan It didn't include the bit where he came out next week and went, it's no. okay, there was shrinkage. No, <laughs> she thought that was it. She yeah. thought that was, that was it. That's yeah. it. was never seen again. Yeah. Bled to death. As far as I could tell, watching that. That's yeah. like, Amazing explanation, isn't it? Just yeah. like, imagine the, the, the blade is coming down and just goes, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what he led us to believe. Whoa, no! <laughs> uh, and then next week, obviously, John Wayne Bobbitt yeah. is the one who led him to the ring. And if you don't know who that is, ask your dad. Don't Google it. No, no please oh. do. Oh, no, yeah, 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 Google him. It's a fun story. Oh. What a great heartwarming tale oh. for the Christmas really, season. Should really make a Christmas movie out of it. John Wayne Bobbitt, a Christmas <laughs> carol. <laughs> We visit by three pairs of scissors throughout the night. No. Uh, Hildil Vikingo was the new AAA mega champ. That's catching the vacant title of multi-man match at Triple Mania Regia on Saturday night. Still don't know how to pronounce Regia. I do apologize. Oh, yes, the fake Which means Mania. I'm at least qualified enough to do uh, AAA commentary. So, <laughs> ha, ha, ha. I would also, love to see you on AAA commentary with Vampiro. Do you know what's happening? No. Great. <laughs> and then AAA would report, we are very happy with the English commentary. <laughs> like they do every single year. Uh, also, Cain Velasquez stepped inside a AAA ring for the first time, obviously, because he had the run. I said the run. A few matches in AAA first, and then went to WWE, which was back to AAA. Didn't do any of the lucha stuff he did the first time oh. round, but it was notable for the fact that because you team with Psycho Clown and Bagano against uh, Ray, Escorpion, and Black Taurus. Uh, who else is in that match? L.A. Park. This is <laughs> L.A. Park's area. Did Cain so, Velasquez batter L.A. Park? No. Um, oh, okay. The, the crowd cheered L.A. Park over Cain Velasquez. <laughs> <laughs> It's his hometown. It's yeah. like MGF in Long Island. It's like, yeah, L.A. Park, L.A. Park. So the distraction finish of some bloke uh, came out, and that L.A. Park lost, which doesn't happen very often. Crowd poo. Mm. <laughs> so much. Love that. Do uh, we report expecting Johnny Gargano and Carl O'Reilly to leave the company? Oh, not really news, is it? But maybe it is. So 
<laughs> their contracts uh, will be expiring in December 2021. Both have been offered long-term contracts, going to Five or Select, but at the time, neither have re-signed. Maybe that'll be the bad news that they will re-sign. <laughs> they will re-sign. Yes. Damn those people for no. being employed. If they <laughs> blame you, Cultaholic, for those guys coming back. If they re-signed, how long would they last? Because NXT's changing. That's not good. That's going to phase them See, out. See, I don't think NXT's actually changing. This is a discussion for what? another day. But you look at all the main points of NXT, the main points of the card, you're opening a bit in your main events, I'm one of them specifically here. Okay. Every single week since the rebrand, I'm pretty sure they've just been matches of a NXT black and gold ilk. Think about your Carmelo Hazes and stuff like that being in the main event week on week on week. It's still the work rate bit with a few silly bollocks. A lot of silly bollocks. Uh, that's what you, scatter, you are right. A scatter but... going to approach to silly bollocks everywhere else? Everywhere else. Yeah. Yeah, but you're saying what could they do? They could be in that role where Carmelo Hayes is currently? True. I mean, Carmelo Hayes is the exception to the rule for the rest of NXT, though, considering well, that's the overall majority. It's coming to, you know, to my mind at the minute, but if, I'm sure if we went back and looked at every single card and picked it apart, you'll find out there's been a hell of a lot of wrestling still but I feel on this like, rebrand. And there has, but I feel like once your Bron Breakers and your Von Wagners have risen to the top, there wouldn't be much room for Gargano and Orion. Von Wagner can't rise to the top. <laughs> the rise into the top. Uh-huh. Mm. Come well, Tuesday! Did you enjoy Come Tuesday? War Games is what do you say? War Games is 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 been over, but War Games is just starting. It's just the repetition of Come Tuesday, like it's a day called Come Tuesday, <laughs> like Shrove Tuesday, but with ejaculate. I'm I'll trying to find you. the fun in Von Wagner, and I'm trying really hard. I'll see you on Come Tuesday. <laughs> NXT TakeOver yeah. come, come Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> My War Games is now. Uh, or was it My War Games is just begun? That was something like and that. his voice gave up, didn't it? Yeah, his voice tapped out. Is that the opposite of the Diesel promo when he's really calm and then they tell him behind the camera, like, fire yeah, up, and he's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I'll beat you, whatever. And it's going to be... <laughs> it's so weird. I tell you, us three on around this table are, are merely height and impressive athletic ability way from being very good professional wrestlers. Because uh, we've got it. more charisma in our uh, arse cheek God. than Von Wagner has. I'm not even being funny. But, There's a time for being humble, but let's just spit the facts, but, everybody. But, <laughs> but also, there's the, all the rest of wrestling that he oh, can yeah. do better than... Yeah, yeah. Not discrediting that. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's move on. What was the point it had? Oh, yeah, Kyle and point? John. Yeah, oh, yeah, Kyle and John. Yeah, I kind of blame them for going. Kyle yeah. and John. <laughs> to their friends. They've both done everything. I mean, didn't people forget that Johnny Gargano went to the main roster as well, didn't they? I think, by and large. He and did. then he, like, like Valvinus' penis, he retracted. Venus. He retracted, yeah. He thought <laughs> that, was, that was almost a good line. He had a stud. No, no, was, he did it. He did it. He did it. He did it. <laughs> He did it. No, he got, Johnny went to the main roster and got maybe proven that the main roster is not the place for him. So the fact he's good, I assume, well, probably going is a good thing. It's a good thing. I don't know why he's going to go, though. Yeah, that's a thing. Where could he go? There's, it's only it was some little promotion where his mates were at. Oh, well, sorry about that, man. Maybe he can come work here for a bit. <laughs> I'll find something for him to do. Yeah, you, you think there's just the presenting bit to this. There's everything else that goes on. That's ah, right. Yeah. He'll find out quite quick that there's more to... It's more than just podcasts than just looking good. It's more to wrestling than just speaking and wrestling. Exactly. <laughs> There's more to YouTube than just speaking. That's right. There's like Gargano doing the stats and the algorithms. On. <laughs> Bron Breaker has revealed he was the one. It came up using the name Bron Breaker because he was initially slated to be Rex Steiner, the son of Rick Steiner, the nephew of Scott Steiner. But then, no, uh, Matthews of Daily DDT said, we were just sitting around one day and blah, blah, blah. 
I break people. Well, my, there we go. Here's the important bit. What my dad and uncle did before me with some of their promos and stuff that they've done, they've laid all this groundwork. There's all this stuff out there for me to use if I want to. Obviously, I'm not going to bank my entire life. That's not what I'm going for. I want to make a name for myself and stand on my own. There's certain things we can use. Well, that changes things slightly, but, and I get where he's coming from. That makes a lot of sense. If I was, if I came, maybe if he came in as Rex Steiner, it would have been a bit awkward because what if he then wasn't awesome? He is awesome, but what if he wasn't? Would have been a bit awkward. But you just wonder now, okay, then why is everyone in the company and all the wrestlers he wrestles how to make references to the Steiners then, if that was the case? I get the feeling that, oh, yeah, because. When I saw that story earlier this week, I was like, surely he's missed a bit out where they said, oh, you can't be a Steiner. Can we have another name, please? Which is how it normally goes down, doesn't it? Hmm. Um, but, that's what we all assume. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. It makes no sense, does it? Well, no, I can, I can get where he's coming from. I mean, if you were... No, a, you just call him Rex Steiner. So no, what, but he doesn't want to be a Steiner. Does he, though? I would want that's to That's why he said in this interview. Maybe he's a liar. Well, where's all the references for, then? As I say, none of this makes sense, does it? No. I feel like this podcast got off to a very, very itchy start. Itchy start? <laughs> get some cream for that. Yeah. Uh, Vincent Mann reportedly next W's Elias reboot plans. Why was that? Any specific reason? Oh, because you reckon he looked too much like Randy Savage. Yeah. More faith yeah. restored in Vince McMahon after the egg thing. He wanted the egg put in the 24-7 title picture. Money said otherwise. Elias sounds like a bit, pretty bad gimmick. Is Macho Man Randy Savage? He's nixed that as well. Genius. Yeah. Tony Khan hasn't got anything compared to Vince. No. What I thought was... <laughs> thank you, Ross. What I thought was weirdest of all was what they did the graveyard vignettes and was like, Elias is gone. There's, there wasn't any like, all right, what's next bit? No, that was all it. Right. Like, yeah. Unlike Boris, there was no plan B. It was just... You'll come back later on. So apparently the initial rebranding put him in colourful trunks. They looked at him and went, no. So currently, Elias, to be confirmed, I guess, in 2021, he went undrafted during the draft. So Why did they need to change him? I thought he was doing fine as he was. Great for live events. Their own, yeah. book, their own booking, I reckon. Because they booked him so <clears throat> bloody terribly didn't they, over many years. And he was so popular at one point. Mm. He had the crowd in the palm of his hand everywhere mm. he went, but then he just did nothing. They just did the same thing every single week after week after week. Then he would do the wrestling, and then he would lose. Mm. I would agree up until the point where, no, as a baddie, he was fantastic. When they switched him face, that was when I was like, all right, I don't like anymore, Elias, because this gimmick just doesn't work. Now you're sucking up to people. And it's mm. like, nah. But yes, maybe a change was for the best. He had one match where he was allowed to show what he could do, and it was against Rollins. I remember that match. Mm, yeah. Wouldn't it be great if he came back and he's exactly the same, but he's like, no, 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 I've trimmed a bit of my beard. Yeah. It's the new Elias. Jack, that's what they've done. Like, who does he look like? You know, he, you've got him there. Who does he look like? And just sort of squinted a bit too hard. It's Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> 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 Let's do it. Then Vince is like, nah. Maybe as he was dressed like that and he was on his way to Vince's office, he caught his finger in the door and went, ooh, and Vince was like, <gasps> get out. Do you want to push? Ooh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, good news, Jim Duggan beats cancer for the second time. Yes. Um, Duggan basically said, hi, everybody. Just want to share with everybody the great news I have received. The cancer was all encapsulated inside my prostate. They checked my bones. I came out clear, and so on and so forth. Uh, folks, remember... Early detection saves lives, and Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho! So, congrats to Mr. Jim Duggan. How much you love? Mm, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. percent so i say, say that. There you go. That's it. <laughs> it's just a good bit of news. And, and the headliner for the new segment. So shocked by good news. What? Did anyone else see this bit? 
Freddie Prince Jr. recalls a segment backstage when they were talking with Vince McMahon. I sit down and every single professional wrestler employed by the WWE on the roster is in a production meeting. All the writers and agents are in the very back. Vince is sitting at the front of the room behind a table with protein bars and energy drinks, of course. He gets up and starts talking about what he's wanting, what they're lacking, and what he's not seeing from them. He literally says the words, You have to give me a little razzle-dazzle. The right at my left, who's a younger guy, whispers, what the hell does Razzle Dazzle mean? Oh, come on. Come I know none of the wrestlers. This is the wrestling business. Yeah, this is it, yeah. Sha! Yeah. Uh, Vince Lameen said. Did you now, see yourself do that? Yeah, I did, yeah. <laughs> Give it the old jazz hands for audio listeners. That is Razzle Dazzle. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for doing it again. Vince Lameen said, Now, you're going to show me what you got. Let me get some volunteers. A few people put their hands up. Seamus gets up and walks to the front. He takes initiative. He doesn't wait for someone to say yes. He takes initiative and Vince likes that. That's an alpha move. <laughs> Wade Barrett gets up next. We have an Englishman and an Irishman. This should be a really easy promo for these guys to cut. Vince said, I'm going to give you a premise. You're a dog and you're a dog. Now make me want to watch you fight. My heart stops and I'm not even the one doing it. You could feel the panic. Everyone got tight. There was so much tension. You could see sweat beads all over Wade Barrett's forehead. Seamus is stone quiet. He doesn't move. Barrett, he looks Barrett like, in his head like, I'm not a bloody dog, what the hell? He looks like one of the English soldiers outside the palace. They're frozen. <laughs> 30 seconds go by, not a sound. 45 seconds go by, nothing. I'm dying. I want to jump up and say, stop. <laughs> it's like watching a murder. A minute goes by. Seamus says, by accident out loud, I think I'm having an out-of-body experience. <laughs> and no one laughs because they can't believe that just came out of his mouth. <laughs> Wade takes the first step. He growls. And as soon as he growls, and Vince gets up and yells, not an actual effing dog, you <laughs> son of a bitch. And he storms out the room. He came back and said, let's try again. Seamus is going to be the babyface dog. And he starts talking. He says, I'm a good old dog. I'm loyal. And Vince said, just forget the whole damn thing and storms off. <laughs> Promo class is cancelled. <coughs> oh, suddenly, God. that new segment makes all the other news that we hear about the week make so much sense. Yeah. yeah. I guess it depends on the delivery of Vince's, like, dog. Like, we saying, like, I want you to be a pair of dogs. Yeah. That's more like your pair of scoundrels. <laughs> He's like, I want you to be a pair of dogs. Then you're thinking, bow wow, yippee yah, yippee yah, yeah, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Shameless dog. Was it you, Ross, telling me you read somewhere that Vince likes to describe AJ Styles as a pit bull? That was that uh, segment on SmackDown a few years ago. He's like, I want to see that pit bull in you, AJ Styles. What's with him describing he people as them. dogs? Yeah. That's probably how he sees people in general. He's how he talks. Vince McMahon. Yeah, how he talks, though. The dogs only thinks I can understand him. <laughs> Isn't that high pitch for dogs? Oh. But he's speaking dog theory. Yes, sir. <laughs> Take your pants off and dance for me. That's basically what he does in this week's role. <laughs> yeah. Austin Theory. Austin Theory. I'm not hungry, but I want you to make some food that I will stare at until you give me it. That must be such a fantastic, not even fantastic, what's the word? I don't even know what, what word <laughs> to use here, but imagine standing in front of Vince McMahon and him leaving it quite open ended like that, and you trying to work out what the best thing to do is with God sat there in front of you. Yeah. What a nerve wracking place God. to find yourself. Right. Um, I think I, I can't fathom this Vince McMahon being the same man who did the stand back. I know that he did stand back in a very Vince way. The part of it being so mind blowing is that you watch it, you're like, 
That's Vince McMahon. Wait a minute. Stand, Stand back. back. That's a command you give a dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Since I was a boy. Do you know what? He's actually Since quite... I was a pup. He's actually quite good. Or was. He's actually quite good. It's not a shameful cover. <laughs> it's actually pretty good. Okay, well, there we go then. Thanks, Jack. Does anyone else think that? No. It is, all right. <laughs> he does a dance and everything. He does His do a dancing dance. dancing is very, very good. Oh, yeah. yeah, da- yeah. Oh, no complaints towards the dancing. His voice. It's well, he sort of sing talks. It's it, booming, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I've heard worse. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the news, is it? That oh, is the news. Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. <sighs> now it's time for everyone's favourite segment, the Hall of Fame. And in condescending order from last week, 8% rate my takeaways. Christmas single Santa's takeaway. Oh, I thought do way Is what's that just the, a thing for us what's then? What's the point, man? Sorry, I man. tried. I really tried. <laughs> when, I, when I try, it doesn't go well. Anyway, uh, thanks, everyone. In the everyone. end, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. I've come, um, gave it up. Gave, I had to fall to lose it all. Yeah. That's right. Mm. Yeah. Deck from Anton Dex, fantastic poo house laugh, yeah. as, as heard during the Hall of Fame segment on this week's podcast, 42%. Mm. I thought that was a clear favourite to win. It's a good laugh. Yeah, because I, I showed my friends yeah, that. The, as well, the, the wording of it's a bit manipulative, though. It certainly is. You've, you've mentioned this before. Check it out. Yeah, well, you're you're rigging it, aren't you? Well, no, I'm not. I'm a because well, I've had complaints in the past that the, the things aren't descriptive enough. I don't know how yes. my takeaways Christmas song and then the name of the Christmas song can be any more descriptive. <laughs> what more do you want? Huh? Oh, it doesn't matter. Fine. In brackets, please pick me, Santa's takeaway. <laughs> in bracket. But never mind that. The concept of baths. Get 50%. Out. Get in the bath. Yes. If anything, it just yes. proves that we are listened to and yes. watched by the dirty washed and un- dirty. Dirty just, washed, that's no, right. The, the dirty gray, the gray washed. The great washed. The great unwashed. Middlesbrough. Nah. <laughs> baths aren't right. I had lots of people tweet me, oh, what about a Japanese bath, Ross? Well, you have a, sh- <laughs> well, you have a shower way. before the bath. Oh, well, you God. have a shower before the bath, don't you? If it was, if it was that oh, way around, if it was that way around, you'd have a shower after the bath, surely. I wouldn't be bothered about yeah. I wouldn't be asked to have a bath if I had a shower before. Yeah, exactly. What's the, you're just wasting water then, aren't you? Yeah. Baths are rubbish. Mm. <laughs> well, 50% of the fine audience. I know, Jack, podcast. but you, you said them to relax. That's what I've been said at, thrown at me this week. Mm. I relax on the sofa. Yeah. Or in bed. Yeah. Not in my own filth. No. Oh. <laughs> You're missing out, mate. Content the bath at 50%. 50%. Thank you very much. I am a bathman. Whoop, whoop. Yes, I am a bathman. <laughs> splash, splash. <laughs> splash, wash, wash. <laughs> filth, filth. 50. Thank you. That's wow. Show, it? it is a big, big, big percentage. Big, 50%. Ah. Uh, well, you know what? Going on from that. Think of that, that time of year where we do stuff that we would only do this period of year, no other time of year. One of those things that I like to engage in, for some reason it's just hard to get them throughout the rest of the year, pigs in blankets. Mm, it is this season, mm, just gorge myself mm. on top of them. Like I'm one of those bears, can't open my cave, just not be seen for a few months <laughs> afterwards. It's all I'm doing in December. Uh, gorge myself with all the crap because I'll just not be able to do much come January and plan B and all this other stuff. So absolutely you can't really gorge yourself on a turkey that much because you have to divide up by other people in the house and look a <laughs> bit of a gannet. If you, have, if you have half a turkey yourself, they're like, Jesus Christ. But pigs and blankets, blah, pigs and blankets, they're only small. Eat as many of them as you like. It's all right. They're like rice. They're like the rice. They're the rice of Christmas. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. All right, okay. can I can have 100 pigs and blankets, please. Yeah. <laughs> Just for a starter because they're only little. 
before we came oh. down here today, I saw the the Hard Rock Cafe's take on the pig in blanket. Oh no! And it's like the description of the rock's penis I saw on that website we found a few years ago. Whoa, 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 no. Do you remember a few years ago? No. Where we found, it was a website from the late oh, 90s where God. ladies who had slept with the wrestlers oh, no. left reviews of the wrestlers' penises. Oh. And the rocks, apparently, is like a hard rock cafe's blanket. Oh, As in, it's, it's, it's long and narrow. Oh. Cheers. <laughs> it's the most wonderful time. <laughs> Hard Rock Cafe. But get back, get on your way back machines, everybody, if you want to find out what oh. your favourite attitude era stars, Winky was like. Uh, I love a pig and blanket. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> you ever tried the, the six foot one from Aldi, which I'd never have oh. been able to get my hands on? Six foot? Wrapped around like that in a big Oh, thing, right. Yeah. I was wondering how that was going to yeah. work. No. It's a thing. I've oh. never been able to track one down. I try every year, though. <laughs> wow. Um... I was in the Big Morrison's the other day in Biker, oh, and yeah. uh, oh god, so much stuff, mm. obviously. But when you're used to that little Tesco out there, and then you go to Biker mm. Morrison's, you're like, wow, a whole new world. Uh, chicken in blankets, which I'd never, I didn't buy them, but I'd never heard of that before. Sausage, or chicks, chicks in blankets, sausage meat in blanket as well as a thing like mm. around my house at Christmas. Okay, sausage meat's all right, but yeah. first, it's sausage. Big, like it's like a loaf like that. Yeah. Oh, must be at least uh, what's what's that width? 12 centimetres across. I'm not with it today, am I? I like, you know, the measurements of yeah, things. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of how far that is yeah. for the audio listeners. That's great, though. Because they're like, I don't understand what you're talking about, Ross, and you say 12 centimetres. Ah, oh, gotcha. Like the Rock's penis. Rock's penis. <laughs> We're still on that. <laughs> Hang on, let me go to Patreon and vote for the Rock's penis. <laughs> but yeah, it's that time of year where we can eat stuff and be merry, or in your case, just be merry, I guess. Uh, I've not had a drink today. That was yesterday. I had two beers in the office. Oh. oh, it was oh, it was crazy, crazy time. I saw the crates out there. Like, uh, I was just um, getting ready for for the party, I believe. Ooh. But it was a mis- the last party we'll ever have. Apparently, it was a mistake <laughs> because um, the beer was warm, and Ross described it. What did you say it was like? Like soapy bath water. It was a warm like Budweiser. What would you know about bath water, Ross? <laughs> I drink people's. That's a, why have I said that? Yeah, why have you done that? <laughs> what a day this is! I think you I've doing seen that you on a YouTube show. I'm going to go and shut the door because I think you doing that might have opened the door slightly. That's right. Guns here, or just a crap door? One of the two. I'd say the latter. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Pigs and blankets is mine. So who was second? Oh, it was yourself, Ross. What pigs you got and for blankets. Us? With my manipulative title, apparently. I'll oh. go for you. Please make it as manipulative <laughs> as possible. Make it like the YouTube title. Click here. Oh my god! You will not believe what Ross picked this week. I'll go for the rock's penis. Why not? Yeah. Go on then. Yeah. It's it's the topic of discussion. It's the talk of the town. Uh, top of the pop. Oh, Tommy's loving that. Tommy's loving buzzing. Were you working with us when we found this website? You were. Can you remember anyone else's? I remember Edge's Edge is on there. Yeah. Apparently, Edge got around. Why did we both lo- remember Edge? Yeah, Edge got around a lot. The law reviews on Edge. Yeah. yeah. Kevin, what was Kevin Nash's like? <laughs> yeah. What what meal? Did it rock cafe? <laughs> just oh, to, you. <laughs> I feel like just to cover our backs. There was no actual way of verifying that these were true. By the way. Yeah. There was no photographic yeah. evidence or anything like this. It was literally just imagine the website from 1999. So it was black. Background with like Times New Roman on top of it in pink or something wacky like that, yeah. and it was just you know leave your review of the you can click on the individual wrestler. I don't know if there was like sorted by company or not. Can't remember that far back, but uh, the rocks and edges winkies were definitely the talk of that town. So I'll go for the rocks because it's straight. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rock's probably got a nice, nice penis. Yeah, yeah. I try and just try to engineer some sort but of discussion, people, but I don't know. a discussion. That's what we want. Yeah, people strudel. Yes, yes. So we heard. Yes, mm-hmm. many times. What is a strudel? Young James, I'll go oh, with the Google. Um, the strudel. It's a dessert, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, it's like a. It's an American sort of dessert. Oh, well, German, I suppose, by the name of it. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen the original Guys and Dolls? Guys and Dolls. No, but apparently, according to Snowboy, that song's not in Guys and Dolls. It's not. However, oh. um, it's in the Simpsons Strudel Guys and Dolls. A layered type of pastry? What? Yeah. How is that a cock? I don't know. <laughs> well, is it because, what? Well, is it, because, is it because the rock always talks about pie? And then it's just a variation oh, of that. Yeah, but like the a sausage roll or yeah, anything did. like that. It's like, you <laughs> no, go on, do the, do the rock on a Lillian. Okay, uh, how does The Rock start a sentence? I've totally forgot. No, you are. No, I tell you this. No, he didn't say that, yeah. does he? What does he say? That, that's all right, yeah. <clears throat> yeah dude, no, pass. The Rock tells you this. There we yeah. go. Um, the people's Cornish pasty from Greg's, <laughs> which apparently are real. The Rock's battered Mars bar. Yeah, oh, God. Because, you know, the, the pie analogy never worked for me. I never understood no, as a kid what that no. meant or how that inferred that. And I was an adult. Well, I still don't understand how that's I thought uh, it was around the time of the release of American Pie. But even that's a push, really. Maybe. Just the alliteration, isn't it? It's a bit of poontang pie. Mm. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure. It was gross. like the rock is a bull person yeah. eating yeah. the literal <laughs> literal if I, if, manifestation of pie. You'd have to go for the yum-yum, wouldn't you? Because it the works yum, on both yum. levels, mm. like in terms of a nice name and also in terms <laughs> of the nobody, shape of the things. doesn't sound threatening or like <laughs> cool, does it? The rock's yum-yum. I'll give you the rock's <laughs> yum-yum. <laughs> the people's yum-yum. <laughs> oh god so the rock's penis is my hall of fame nomination <laughs> and the I'll rock's put- penis melts in your hand not your mouth <laughs> sorry the reason that's a the- jam filled center <laughs> the guys and dolls thing sorry that seemed totally out of the blue but strudels are mentioned in guys and dolls just if anyone was like why is Jap brought up guys and dolls it was relevant guys and dolls can all eat the rock's penis <laughs> <laughs> you bring your guys and your dolls I'm sounding a bit Finkel. I don't think it's quite the wrong. <laughs> <laughs> they need the real tag team champions. The guys <laughs> and dolls. Uh, oh, well, thank you for clarifying that, Ross. That's a wonderful pick for the Hall of Fame. Thanks, I wish Ross had gone last because I don't yes, to follow Jack, that. What have you got for us? <laughs> Freddie Flintoff. <laughs> what? Not his penis, just Freddie Flintoff the man. Oh. Um, so the Ashes have started recently. And oh, England have got off to a shocker. Uh, really bad. Bowled out for not a lot of runs, and Australia scored lots of runs. So it's all looking bad right now. Oh. And it reminded me of when I used to enjoy watching the Ashes because England won occasionally, especially when I was a child in 2005, that famous series. And I thought we could do with some of those boys in the team these days. And then I got to thinking about Freddie Flintoff, as we all do from time to time, and I thought, he's just great, isn't he? Like, could bowl, could bat, is funny, has a laugh, likes a drink now and then on a pedalo, which he got in trouble for, um, and just <laughs> can box or did uh, had, well, had, I mean, a, had a boxing match. Citation needed there, but... But whenever I've seen him interviewed on anything, he just comes across very genuine and very warm. And also, I had no other picks. So, yeah. Freddie Flintoff. Andrew Freddie Flintoff. It's nice to be reminded of the day when we had, like, sports personalities mm. and they were just nice yeah. And apart from the you know, pedal or whatever, but like he wasn't like, well, here's Freddie Flintoff's perspective on Brexit or anything like that. Maybe he has said it, but maybe in very, very disingenuous. Certainly here at thoughts, the time, he was just all about sticking it up the Aussies. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, high sports person, can you just be sporty? Yes. All right, great. To be fair, that's coming. It's coming back now. 
the England football team are doing great work with that respect. They're very likable. That's very, a good point Very humanising well. they are. Yes. Gareth Southgate's a wonderful man, in my opinion. <laughs> Took a tactical risk against Germany and it paid off. Oh, man. Yeah, what a we'll, summer. What a summer. We'll, we'll go at them. But, yeah. Yeah, that's a nice pick. <laughs> Was actually. that a war reference? I just got reminded that the an unexploded oh uh, my World God. War II thing went off in Germany. Oh. And... Because, you know, it's Twitter. I had a look underneath at the comments, and they were all, aha, extra time. Oh, no. From English oh. people. Oh, I no. thought you were referencing the um, the <sighs> fella who, <laughs> young James is nodding behind that screen over there. Oh, Could you, you get the up. article up so I can say this properly? Because oh, no. all I've got in my mind are the words um, shell and rectum. Oh, not this. Oh, not this. Because you haven't had enough already to get this podcast to monitor. Oh, no, this is fine. Bombshell. <laughs> <laughs> and you might be... <laughs> you might be asking yourself, how the hell does a World War II shell get stuck with a man's backside? Well, if you scroll down, you probably see the explanation where he says simply, I slipped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh. 17 centimetres by 6 centimetres. Oh, God. Jesus. It's like, it's like the rocks. Yum, yum. <laughs> <laughs> the people's bombshell. <laughs> the people's unexploded Oh, bombs. my God. Uh, hey. Oh. Hey. <laughs> I thought I wasn't expecting it, but it wasn't that. Bloody hell. So, Freddie Flintoff. <laughs> Great bowler. Good batsman. Better bowler than he was a batsman, in my opinion. And probably oh, that's probably true. God. That's probably true. I would say so. More of a bowler than a batsman. Boy, could he bat as well if he wanted yeah. to. Yes. Oh, well, that's a nice, that's a nice steady headliner. Get the crowd happy. Flintoff must pose at the end of this little segment <sighs> to bring you back to reality. The picks for this week's Hall of Fame are pigs in blankets. <laughs> the rocks. How penis. Are you gonna? How, is that how you gonna word Just it? Put the rocks penis. The rocks here. penis. That's it. And Freddie Flintoff. Yes. <laughs> Those are your picks and yours alone. Go to patreon.com forward slash callaholic and place your votes now. Richard, if it wins, can we just have a picture of a yum yum? <laughs> yeah. Because obviously we can't put the, the winky on there, can we? You could put it, you could Photoshop it onto the front of the rock's pelvis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Lovely. That says, this week in the wrestling, it's this bloody week in the wrestling. <sighs> this week in the wrestling. Smackdown. Brock Lesnar opens a show, but it's cut off by... Sami Zayn, oh. who he thinks is a fan. <laughs> yeah. ah. Sami explains that he's the number one contender, and Lesnar literally twists his arm into having the title match tonight, even though Sami says he's not ready. Sonya Deville makes the match official backstage. Yeah, yeah he did the Mrs. Doyle. Ah, oh, go on, go on, go on. And so I was <laughs> like, oh, all right. Well, he actually got him in a hammerlock. Yeah. You've twisted my arm. Yeah. Fair play to him as well for paying off his million-dollar fine just before Christmas, because it's obviously... Not an yeah. easy time of the year to get a million dollar fine, is it? And the fact no. he's paid it off is just a, the white meat baby face move we come to expect from this new Brock Lesnar, who also has all of the crack. I thought he was good. All the crack. Oh, he's quite funny in that segment. Yeah. Look it's... at this. Look at the stars, Sammy. Could be you up there. You said it was the most charismatic you've ever seen Brock Lesnar, apart from one thing. Oh, the Mexican. Oh, I was going to say, I'm going to go home and drink a cause light. Oh, God. cause light. Oh, God. Oh. UFC 100, yeah. a long time ago. And then very next scene, he's there, like, hello, <laughs> Bud Light, I'm very sorry. Uh, Sasha Banks beats Shayna Baszler. I didn't know what else to say. She just beats Shayna Baszler. It's all right, it was a pretty good match, as you'd expect from them too. Yeah. But, yeah. Sometimes a match is just a match. Mm. Sonya Deville is on the phone with Adam Pearce and updates him on the Lesnar situation. He decides not to show up. 
Okay. She hangs up and Drew McIntyre arrives, demanding to know who excluded him from the Battle Royal last week. Sonya tells him to take it up with Pierce. Uh-oh. He's coming across mm-hmm. like a pissy little bitch as Drew McIntyre <laughs> really is, yeah. with his stupid sword threatening to kill people. <laughs> Drew gets put in <laughs> Drew gets put in all the matches. He's missed out on one. Calm down, Drew. Has he forgotten about the past year and a half? You've had your go, son. It's okay. Have a few months off. I'd be mad if I stared down Lashley, my WrestleMania opponent, and no one reacted at all in the crowd. Oh! Iranu! <laughs> Iranu, indeed. Oh, dearie, dearie me. Next up is Happy Talk. Yes. Not like this podcast at all, where Corbin explains that eliminating Moss from the Battle Royal was just a hilarious prank. I love this segment. Yeah. Drew makes his entrance, but it's a distraction. Allowing Jeff Hardy to attack from behind, the bad guys, the bad guys get beaten down. The, the, there was a joke that Madcap Moss told, and Corbin couldn't take it. He nearly got out of his seat. He was like, he was laughing too hard. He nearly stood up. What was the joke? The joke was, what do you call Jeff Hardy if he was a woman with a child? Swanton mom. And Brian and Abby Corbin just laughed. So he's like, he, he nearly leaves the ring. He's like, I've had that. You're too much, you. It was so funny. You should start taking bumps off it's, the jokes. It's funny. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's funny how hard they laugh. It's so good. Yeah. I really like them now. Also, well, it's worth gosh, mentioning. It, oh, Jeff uh, Hardy, say, yeah. yeah. Jeff Hardy. I'm oh, saying it's not again to Thursday. Right now yeah, we know. Yeah. Yes, he was sent home mm. from uh, after doing a house show. We don't know what for, though, do we? Not not like entirely, no. Not just, entirely, no. So I don't really speculate. Yeah. Uh, his brother says he's doing all right, but he, yeah. he says he's not at his place to talk about it. And stuff Which is like fair that, enough so. for Matt Hardy, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. But he looked fantastic in his hat doing the floss. Oh, yes, then Drew and Jeff put the hats on. Yeah. I like a pair of gigolos now, aren't they? <laughs> That's yes. it. Drew and Jeff, the gigolos. <laughs> or the jiggle bros, that could be them. Whoa. Oh, no. Can you stop giving them ideas? <laughs> <laughs> Elias is there going, no, stop stop speculating. They've just been putting people's gear on and doing saucy dances, haven't they? And the little wrestling gear. Yeah. Ooh, uh. mm, sexy wow. Man. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yum, yum. <laughs> sexy no, men in, no. different, in different ways, different different versions of versions sexy. Of sexy. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough. We get another Zaylee vignette. This time, she beats up some muggers. Does she? Were there fatalities or not? That's I don't think so. This thing. time, yeah. Well, you seem to be keeping track of her yeah. number of kills. Just the yeah. two, two kills so far. Okay. The landlord and the the school bully who was who was having a te- well making her brother's life a terrible terrible place to be. So. I think that they were fine, though. I think. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, they, they just weren't animated afterwards. Let's hope the police don't investigate it years later. Uh, Los Lotharios <laughs> take on the Viking Raiders. Oh, this Boogs bad. pops up on the announce table and plays Eruption. He's t- he says sort it, it's sort of. Oh, it's do. a hard song, Jack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was late, wasn't he? Was he? Late at the party. Mm, were they waiting around? I can't I, I remember just the, a move happening, mm. and then they were like, sort of like, just sort of stood still. Then he started playing. Uh, oh, it's uh, a bit of a mess. Yeah. Start off well with the match, the lot of slams and dives and whatnot, and fast paced stuff. Yeah, but these two teams should be good together. Mm. Yeah. But it, it's all okay because we've got the fantastic feel good moment at the end with, yeah. yes. with all the lads jamming. Yes, the distraction <laughs> doesn't work, but they win anyway. Uh, the Raiders confront Boogs and Nakamura afterwards, but Boogs plays their theme tune to smooth things over. And Nakamura did tweet. Yesterday, some of this could be a payoff today because that's when all the news happens. But I buy now, buy for now, or something like that, and then immediately deleted it. Oh, would you notice if Nakamura went at this point? He's the IC. He's the IC champion. Wait, is he? He is the IC champion. Exactly, Jack. (laughs) Thank you for proving my point. We've already recorded um, the. It'll be coming up soon, but a tier list involving SmackDown, 
And we said, I think I found out that Nakamura, since winning the IC belt, has defended it once, maybe twice. Against Is he bottom tier? Can't, can't reveal what the tier was about. Even. Why would we give spoilers? Yeah, like why that, would we do that? Okay, thanks for telling us. Mm. It was so much fun. I'll have to watch that video when it comes yes, out. Yes, you will. Yes, you will. Like you do all of our videos. Oh. Yes, that's right. You don't right. just appear on this and then never watch anything we do. Would do you? you? Would you? I watch the bits where you humiliate yourself. They're great. Matthew's life is so full of wrestling already. I wouldn't blame him. It's fine. I think it's fine. But we are the you best. You don't. He does. We are the best. We are the best. We're the best. Man. We're the best. Yes. We're the best. Around. We're the best. Yes. Santana. No Ortiz. I beg my pardon. Ortiz is the one who shouts "We're the best" repeatedly. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he goes, the best, the like Dave best, Brawl, the yeah. best, the best. <laughs> Xavier Woods, also the best, is about to face Jay Uso and brings out the returning Kofi Kingston to be in his corner. Hooray. Jimmy Uso gets involved with the DQ and all's, it all turns out to a brawl, which the New Day win. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. New, uh, Roman Reigns is disappointed backstage and grills Heyman about whether he knew Lesnar was going to be here tonight. They've done this sort of storyline already. Yes, it's, it's carried on, time. but yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then a little later, the New Day are hanging out with Alia backstage and say they're going to win the tag titles on the Usos at day one. Ish. Ish. Yes. Right. The Usos entrance I'm looking forward to at day one. See if they see if they go, uh, If they can lose their one. hometown, their home pay-per-view. Their home pay-per-view, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Taker rarely won a Buried Alive match, so maybe they'll lose. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I hope they don't lose. You hope the Usos win? So then we'll get more, won't we? More of the same. Even more New Day Usos. It's proof that you can actually have too much of a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it is still good. It's just the fact we've seen it like for years now at this yeah. point. So it's sort of like the Dudleys versus Hardys in 02. And you're like, all right, lads, come on. Yeah. But this is even further away. Yes. Like the, the, the Hell in a Cell match must have been 2017, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So it's actually been like four years since, or three, four years. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. The gap between 2000 and 2002 felt like about seven years, but the gap between then and now feels like about a year. It's I've, weird. I found it this crazy, when, you, when you were younger, years lasted longer, didn't they? Years lasted for years. Yeah, but now yeah. they just. Yeah. I mean, these COVID times, it's crazy. I'm going. So it's December 2021, right? There's lots of like, like memes and pictures online where it's like, ah, uh, it's like January 2019, mm. blink. December 2021. Maybe it's because I when feel that. maybe it's because when you're like six, a year is a sixth of your life. But once you're in your twenties, uh, smaller fractions of your life. Mm. We're, like, we're like three weeks away from 2022. Yeah, I'm yeah. Sure and it, it was, already looks like crap. I'm sure, it's 2020, like 2012, like last week or something. Yeah, I would have got year was in the charts. Uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think <laughs> we'd have had much interaction because I was only there for about a week at first. But I think I met Ross in 2014. The end, the back end wow. of 2014, but still. I had it on my Facebook the other day. It was, um, we went to the, the Newcastle match where they beat Chelsea 2-0 in the, in the, in the name redacted box at St. James's Park. It was seven years ago. Oh. I remember that day so vividly. Papa Cissé, on the spot. Johnny on the spot. But <laughs> seven years. I've been covering wrestling for seven years of my life. Jesus. Oh. Jesus. Come on, guys. And you've loved every minute of it. Oh, will yeah. we make it to eight? Who knows? Oh, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> of course we will. But when people like Charlotte Flair are here, they enter to answer a challenge made by Tony Storm backstage earlier. Yeah, to- sorry. Oh. So, yeah, Tony Storm said something earlier and Charlotte came Great. out. Yeah. She says that she won't acknowledge her and refuses the title shot. As she leaves, Tony hits her with a pie. And the pie stops wrestlers from retaliating. It freezes them for a turn. Yeah. At the pie. It's like using an Aeon in Final Fantasy. It's like, that's it. Uh, I'm sure it is. Oh, sorry. 
The pie also clobbered the front row. Fantastically as well. Yeah. Oh. Good. It flew straight into the front row. But I'm glad to see her get her own back. I'm glad that Charlotte sold it because I'm so used to Charlotte brushing off defeats and laughing at her opponents and stuff. I'm glad she looked annoyed. The... I was half expecting a tongue. You got me, <laughs> Yeah. Blech. I was half... What's, what's the, the darker Spider-Man called? Venom. Mm. A Venom-esque tone to come out of Charlotte Flair's head and just lick it all off very quickly. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! You think you got me? No, no. Not me. Not Charlotte Flair. But I think Tony's thinking about this pie thing a bit too much. She called herself two pie Tony. No one said that. <laughs> did she? I missed um, that. What the fuck was that? Like a foghorn. She did. She called herself two, two pie Tony. I hate doing it sometimes. <laughs> I like She's two like, pie Tony. People it's might think name. I'm two pie Tony. No one does. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, no one said that. <laughs> two pie Tony. <laughs> Imagine she just reveals embarrassing. People might call me wet myself on a camel <laughs> show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to call myself. Wet myself and I can't. Hey, yeah. hey Jim. I'm going to own this embarrassment. That's right. Shorty G. Speaking of names, the, the name of this segment, which they put in the sky on the little graphic thing, made this, this entire show worthwhile for me. Storm warning for Charlotte Flair. Oh, yes. Oh. The, yes. The, those graphics are nice. I could take or leave them. Oh, okay, enough, Did they add anything to oh, the show? I mean, well, they do more than the pie. Yes. Yeah. And, Storm and the strudel. Yeah. Uh, Seamus beats Cesaro in quite a short match. Yeah. It's not really emphasis on the feud right now, is it? It's sad about Cesaro. Hard to watch, wasn't it? Two old friends. Shame is shouting at Cesaro. Rich Holland is ten times the man you ever were. It's just a lie. That's his brother from the bar. Also, Rich Holland isn't better than Cesaro. No. Not yet. Yeah, he'll be class. I mean, I'm not... say this now in like three weeks' time. I was like, I love Rich Holland. I hope Rich Holland (laughs) does do really well, but... I don't buy this whole thing that Seamus doesn't respect Cesaro suddenly. They've been through so much together. They've come so far. They think we haven't seen that backstage segment after that match he had with Drew McIntyre. Oh, oh mate. Pulling at the heart strings or what? I love yeah. you, bro. Oh, I miss you so much. Oh. The adrenaline keeps kicking in, crying more and more. Oh, yeah. Real stuff, that. Yeah. Wrestling's real. Wrestling's real. <laughs> I thought at this point of the show I wrote down in my notes here this Smackdown is really uninspired Ooh. this was the breaking point for this week's Smackdown mm. for me oh that was a breaking point let's carry on even more <laughs> Naomi confronts Sonya Deville asking if she's too scared to have a match with her Sonya says she wrestles her as soon as she takes her jacket off but as long as she's wearing it she's a WWE official and if Naomi lays a hand on her she'll have her fired Sonya slaps Naomi yes <laughs> Naomi can't do anything because she's got the jacket. Why is Sonya treating Naomi unfairly? Can we please find out? It's a good job we haven't seen multiple other wrestlers put their hands on people in jackets. Well, Lesnar got fined a million dollars. Naomi yeah. can pay that. She's got a for years. Yeah, yeah. She was on Total Divas for a bit. When you said she's had a, you said she's had her glow for years. She's felt the glow for years. She makes it sound like the, the Avon lady. <laughs> <laughs> Sami Zayn cuts a promo before his title shot, Talk about how nobody gave him a chance apart from his new buddy, Brock Lesnar. Lesnar enters and beats Sami down. <laughs> Roman arrives, wins the match in seconds. Why did Brock do you know this? Because he wants okay. Roman. Yeah. yeah. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, because Roman made him look silly last time because he beat him. So. Right. Yeah, I mean, it would be it would be funny as hell if Brock helped him. Sami Zayn wins the championship just great. for Brock to beat him, but that's not Brock's way. The Rock referee, speaking of The Rock again, do you know refereed was a Triple H and Bulldog? And he's counting as he's got the mic. He goes, one, two, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but so he could have had Bulldog win the belt and he didn't. And I was like, ah, oh, never mind. I was thinking oh. of JLS while watching this match. Were you? Because as they said a long time oh, ago, no. you only get one shot. Oh. And that might be Sammy's, that might be it. 
And that was it for Sammy. That could be it. I hope it's not. Shot. Yeah. Mm. Left a sour taste in the mouth, so it did. I can see it makes sense because Brock wants to prove he's better than Roman. But also, he could have just faced Sami Zayn. I have an acquaintance. <laughs> nah, nah, you know what? I was happy with this. I thought it worked. It was funny. Brock got to show off his humorous side, but he's not killing things. Do you feel bad for Sami? No. Oh, yes. Oh, oh dude. Because he cheated <sighs> doing that battle royal no, last week. He didn't. He didn't. It's, it's just dessert. Yeah. It's brains. Nah. This didn't break any rules, did he? No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No. That's not the point. He, ah, it was against the spirit of the game. It's a sp- <laughs> exactly. Thank you. I have an acquaintance um, who's called Ellis. He's got a YouTube channel called Away Days. He's a football vlogger. Me and him went at the Sunday match once. That's how we met. Oh, no. um, and he, every year, will message me asking if Sami Zayn's likely to win that year's Royal Rumble. And I, be, I'm expecting his really? message at some point in the next few weeks, yeah. Oh. And every time I have to go, sorry, mate. No, not this year. <laughs> Maybe next time. But there was a time when Sami feasibly might have... Maybe would have like 2016, 2017. I can't think the last time that was. Again, yeah. it feels like you know forever ago. NXT. Yeah. 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 Uh, never mind. No, I, I think he's doing great. Oh, he is. Well, he his is, character yeah. he's in his perfectly suited role. He's just that little get. He's uh, he cheats in battle royals and then loses matches and he's just fodder for Lesnar and uh, Roman Reigns. Mm. I'm fine with it. I just hope they add this to the documentary conspiracy documentary conspiracy which they've forgotten about and they shouldn't forget. They have about. like the um, Vlad the super fan documentary and the Lex Luger yeah. one that trailer not coming out the is trailer it? for the Vlad one looked amazing. I really Good. wanted to watch that. Never mind. That's what you get for being a super fan. That's what you get for being a wrestling fan yeah. yeah. Mm. Dirty. They teased the yum yum there didn't they? <laughs> we didn't need to bring the yum yum back <laughs> <up>. <laughs> I've just ruined yum yums for everyone listening now. I'm not a big fan anyway. Oh, I like it. I go for the I go for the muffin. The muffin, man. <laughs> hey dear. Oh man. <laughs> walk absolutely walk into it. Are you trying to tell us that you're a muffin man? <laughs> the muffin man. A muffin man. Well, she's married to the muffin man. <laughs> I do know the muffin man. The muffin man. <laughs> A.W. Rumpage. Sammy Guevara <laughs> successfully <laughs> defends the TNT title against <laughs> Tony the Tiger Knees. I just Who's thought, that time? I just thought he needed a bit of pizzazz. He needed a bit of <laughs> oh, razzle-dazzle. Oh, yeah. absolutely. You're a dog. <laughs> You're a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if there was ever, ever someone who needed more personality, it's uh, Tony Nice. Tony what about tiger. man? He's got eight abs. Mm. What more do you want? He counts yeah, he them. Counts he walks them. down the ring. Fantastic. <laughs> if I had, I don't know how close to snapping you sound like you are. If I had eight abs, I would do that as well. Yeah. yeah. So you know, can't fully blame him. Does, the, he, does he still do that? He didn't. He did it. I don't think he did. Hmm. You know what? Maybe he did. I don't know. Whatever. He's got I'm eight sorry, abs. Tony. That's all he's got. He's a good wrestler. Oh, very good. Yeah, eight yeah. abs and an eight head. Uh, wow! Now then, let's unpack this nasty. one. All right, nasty. Doesn't really work the same, does it? But yeah, look, it, he's good. He's good in the ring. But guess what? So is everybody else in AEW. Yeah. So uh, yeah, AEW Rampage just gives you a nice match. And then... He does. He does have a move in contention for the move of the week, which I will remember to do this week. That was there. Uh, Sammy's draped across the top turnbuckle. That's and right. He kicks him, but so high. Oh yeah, yeah, sorry. The, the, the gut buster, all in one. That was. I did oh, like that. Yeah. Lovely that from Tony lovely the Tiger. Combo. Thank you. It was great. <laughs> Jade Cargill faces uh, Janai K, shooting a Thunder Rosa, who's on commentary. Cargill wins, beats down Kai afterwards. So Rosa runs in and they have a pull apart brawl. Get in. Yeah. This could have been done differently for me. Like oh, we, don't, we don't need to see matches like this from Jade anymore. 
We know, we know what the scores were, Jade. This was just put on to set up a, a thing with Thunder Rosa. You know, some mm. a bit more out the out the box, a bit more entertaining, I might even say. Mm. And also, if, I, if, I, if I'm allowed to add to the podcast lore, I think we've got a new type of pop. We might do. You so know. we've got the brother love pop. We've got the Bobby Lashley pop. Yeah. We've got the third one that none of us can remember. That's right. And now we've got the Jade Cargill pop. Which is an unexpected fabricated, pop. Fabricated, possibly. <laughs> a possibly fabricated pop. Yeah. <laughs> but we're not sure. But she got a big reaction for coming out. It's not even when you realise it's her. It's just when mm. the... That, that's a thunder yeah. and lightning noise effect I've done there. Thank you. We can isolate that. We'll do a little <laughs> the scary film. This week's... No, beg your pardon. Last week's would have been, because it's obviously in the arse end of last week's Dynamite. The either the audio wasn't so very well or the crowd was deed. So it's not often AW do this where it's that noticeable. Mm. But yes, you are right, Jack. It was very noticeable that it's on like Austin ninety nine coming out for Jade Cargill. Well, she's an impressive lady. I mean, I certainly reacted like Austin ninety nine, but the crowd this <laughs> they were not in the wood. FTR faced Pack and Penta in the main event because this was gonna be FTR taking on Lucha Brothers until either Triple A or AEW speculating here went we're literally asking people to pay twenty dollars on fight for that exact match tomorrow can you do anything else with <laughs> it so it's pack and penta and it'll have been a better match than ftr versus lucia brothers anyway Ooh. Ugh, just whoa. Saying. whoa 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 FTR versus lucia brothers i remember seeing that and so you can go back a few weeks ago i was hyped for that this could be so great i love tech guys versus lucia dudes it was all right the there was too much there was, was too much, okay. was too much. maybe my, my expectations were up here the so. finish with the masks was a bit odd yeah, it just um, kind of worked. So yeah, this was a better match. But this match was great. Yeah, yeah. So it was a better match than that match. Yeah. But I don't doubt that FTR and Lucha Bros match could have been better if the finish was short. If it was shorter and, and yeah. the finish was better. Uh, Malachi Black interferes and Spitz missed in the packs. Good eye. Oh, so now oh. what, what? What? Ross? What? He's blind. He Sorry. cannot see, man. Did I dream that he had two patches on somewhere? Because I've, I've both seen, eyes. Yeah, I've seen this vision <laughs> this week somewhere, and I swear I dreamt it. <laughs> <laughs> Right, with both eyes. Like both two individuals, not like a, a one, <coughs> like a, I don't know, like a... Like Daredevil. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Zorro, but with yeah. the eyes filled in. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, two individual, like, patches, you can see the strings. Maybe I've dreamt that, who knows? Well, like, uh, uh, Gallows on that wacky YouTube thing that we did for a bit. What's it called? Oh, your Lethal thing. Legion. Botched. Botched. Yeah. botched. Oh, right. Not botched. No, not that one. Oh, oh yes, X Ferguson. S- Southpaw yeah. Regional. Yeah. Thank you. Mm. Just like that, yeah. Yeah, because he, he did the, probably the best thing he's ever done in his oh, career. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. yeah. I found Carl Anderson really funny in that as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm and Cena. I'm still the best looking guy. Cena was really good, yeah. yeah. And um, Fandango. Yeah. Jericho was himself. Yeah, and um, Jericho. <laughs> Jericho, actually him. <laughs> hey. so, speak, I know what I was going to say, yeah. So what a great week it's been. This should have been in the Hall of Fame, really. But the, um, So Jericho, as you brought him up last time, because you follow him on Instagram, he had a, oh, God. I'm surprised he was able to perform at the Riverside <laughs> after the epic cardio session he had on Instagram. The, the top of photos of all that. To the top of Everest he went. Yes, to the top of Everest. But to... before you say what you say, okay, you went to the, you, they went to Dublin and someone DM'd me who lives in Dublin oh, yeah, yeah. and he took a few pictures around Dublin. I think it was one with the council building. <laughs> yeah. Sort of stood outside. A few uh-huh. more places. They confirmed that all those places, again, were in a, a short radius. And then this happened over the weekend, which I'm assuming are going to speak about now. Mm. Ben Potter. Mm. Ben Potter decided... You know what? I need to get my steps in. I think I'll also take on the epic trek. Incredible journey. The Jericho Triangle. The Jericho Triangle. <laughs> the, the photos and the same poses and everything because Ben Potter is such a professional. Oh, yeah. And then uh, Jericho saw it. I'm not sure if he understood the joke. I mean, we like, <laughs> love it. 
Yeah. So, thank you, Jericho. You probably big just, ham. Probably just think <laughs> Ben's a big fan. Check out Triple Jump for all your gaming content needs. Yes. Yes, yeah, they've got a good sense of humour. A small chance that Jericho thinks that sign's real, where it says the Jericho Triangle. <laughs> yeah, he photoshopped Jericho <laughs> Triangle out of the sign. <laughs> oh, oh. Even better was, again, we saw on Instagram, we, again, his epic journey, like all these official accounts going, yeah, love it. Yeah. <laughs> Just Jericho, like that. When, um, when so Pac was filming his vignettes at the Jericho yeah, Triangle that's right. um, and beyond, <laughs> he went even further. <laughs> he made Newcastle look like a really scary place. Like it's not hard. The key, no, but the key side. The key side is lovely. Yeah, yeah. At night, it looked scary when it was yeah. just Pac running along. I was so he like, went, oh. he went. I don't know what the stairs are called though, but those stairs yeah. he was on. Oh yes, where everyone's had many whittles. Oh, they're a scary yeah, set. Yeah, they're a scary set of steps. Yeah, can't confirm. Um, <laughs> and yeah, steep because you do it at the top, you get see all the way down. Like <laughs> okay, like there's oh, what are they called? Slinkies. Like a slinky. The rock slinky. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they rip off Petra's mask and leave while Malachi gouges. Pack's eye with this thumb. Aye, that was nasty, though. Oh, and there's blood. blood. Yeah. What a nasty pasty. Mm. So, no, not no. a yum yum. <laughs> no, shish. <laughs> NXT War Games. I'm sure we're looking forward to this. The team of Katie Ray, Cora Jade, Io Shirai, and Mikel Gonzalez take on Toxic Attraction and Dakota Kai. Cora jumps off the top of the cage at one point and knackers her shoulder, but Io pops it back in like a lethal weapon. I didn't like that. Did you know? The fact that she did something to it just took me out the moment completely. I would have preferred if Cora J just sold the arm and Eo was like, yeah, oh, farewell. Not like good. I'll fix you. I'm Dr. Shirai. Hello, Did everybody. you like it when... <laughs> do you remember when... Hi, <laughs> Dr. Shirai. I think it was Shayna Baszler who rammed her own shoulder back in. Yeah. Was, that, was that all right? That was badass. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Do it yourself. Mm. And also because they actually had to, everyone had to stop doing moves and stuff. So I was like, wait, hang on. We I have thought, to do I this bit. it was real up until Eo got involved. It was well done. Good up selling until from that point. Yes. Up until it's like, no, wait, mm. I have... Oh, Tell you what, the dive was scary. Oh, dear. I mean, yeah, it looked it awesome, but it was terrifying. Oh, yes. Yeah. Like wrestling should be. She must have had that feeling midway through thinking, I've not rotated enough here. But whew, she did. Well, I mean, we've all been there. Oh yeah, that feel, that old feel, yeah, <laughs> that no, old I mean, made it sound like I knew what I was. When I'm hitting my, when I'm just casually hitting a phoenix splash on someone, for example. <laughs> Cora also kicks out Manny Rose's finisher and later gets the wing pinfall for her team on JC Jane with everyone else down on the canvas. It was like an opportunistic. Pinfall. It was, you know what? Okay, I've knacking myself doing my own move. All right, okay. So the story should be I bravely come back and triumphantly beat the other team. With a fluke victory. Yeah. Type. Quite um, enjoyed the match as a whole. Okay. She's only 20, bless her. Yeah, I know. And they reminded <laughs> us by saying, look, she's 20, she's rubbish, leave her alone. That's her gimmick, I <laughs> she's guess. She's not rubbish. She is. She hurt herself doing a move. But she's rubbish. That's never happened before. Exactly. Ross has ruined my um, Twitter now because after mentioning the Cora Jade would be my favorite wrestler, <laughs> and surely is, I do get quite a lot of like, Jack's buzzing, like Cora Jade's one, or like, are you scared about her hurting her arm? <laughs> And I got, she did a tweet saying like... I um, love Jack the Jobber, <laughs> my favourite cultaholic member. <laughs> she did a tweet saying, um, it was something like, wow, someone, someone's just paid, they were in like Louisiana or something, it was like, someone's just paid for my meal at this bar, but I don't know who it was, thanks very much. Oh, that was nice of you. And then someone replied, oh. went, didn't know you were in New Orleans last <laughs> week. <laughs> I love this match though, me. For an opening, did you? An opening... Match of the night war games match, which is a difficult spot to be in because yeah. it's war games at the start of the night. Yeah. I thought the fact it was just bombs and bombs and bombs and bombs and not much tactics. 
It was like 96 Newcastle taking on <laughs> oh, God. 2021 Everyone's, Leeds United. Everyone's second favourite <laughs> games team. Yeah. Um, but the bin as well. Got to mention the bin. I was going to say, this match, to me, half the people in this match were like ready for it and half the other people in the match seemed to be like, oh, no. <laughs> the last thing I want to do is this type of match. No, so, no, no. Kaylee Ray was great. Raquel Gonzalez, stuffing Kai in a bin, oh. swinging around. That was mint. But... The other people that might seem to be like, okay, let's just do the match that we would going to be doing. I didn't have a giant cage on it. Let's try not to hurt ourselves too much. I think this was a very weak War Games match. Whoa! Critical blows. Contrasting opinion. Critical blows to the jaw. Pow! Yeah. And I partly don't blame them because it's, they have to, wait, we have to have this match. Oh. Even the people who aren't going to be really good in it, let's do it. Okay, okay. fine. It was a difficult one as well because the baby faces had the upper hand, didn't they, in this one? Yeah. Or was it the other one? That yeah, it was this one here. Yeah, so that, 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 that never helps. But just, the fact it was just big moves, I enjoyed it. Mm. I, I did as well. I don't think it was an all-time great. But oh, no. It wasn't all-time great. It wasn't a complete disaster like I'm sure some people expect in it. But it was just like, okay, that happened. Ooh. Well, they're just negative Nellies and shame on them, eh? From the man who said NXT was better last week than AEW. Imperium. It was, it was, I thought we proved it was. Yeah, yeah it was. We, we agreed. We looked at it. We you looked at it. You were like, no. no we looked and then at it. <laughs> oh, Matthew, you've converted We looked at the evidence and we're like, actually, yeah. You put your phone down and stop giving people money. This week might be different, but we'll, we'll find out. Yes. Imperium beat Kyle O'Reilly and... Vaughn Wagner. That's right. To Come ret- Tuesday. <laughs> Come Tuesday. Come. We can't just start calling him Come Tuesday. That was the tag team of Kyle O'Reilly and Von Wagner. Come, Come Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> um. To retain the NXT tag team titles. <laughs> uh, bloody hell, Imperium were good in this. It's oh, been a while hey, since they got this show. Fabian Eichner. Wow. Not just the big... Crossbody, which was amazing. He was class yeah. all the way through. The deadlifts, everything. I've got them written. The way he caught, come Tuesday, and it was a big move, and then just did one. The springboard moonsault uh, to break up a pinfall. Mm. The reverse, like the guillotine into a suplex attempt, and then a roll-up in one move, movement. Mm. Yeah. The springboard of the floor is in contention for move of the week. Um, I didn't win. Might have done. I need to remember what else I put down. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, my memory's going. It's very worrying. Um, but, uh, yeah, he was very good in this match, wasn't he? I always assumed that Marcel Bartel was the better of the two because of his Likewise, background in yeah. WXW, and he was like, "Oh, one of the indie kids is cool favorites." But Eichner in this match was amazing. Yeah, I feel like I need to put some respect on Fabian Eichner's name. Right, I think I've always looked at him like you know the dark horse because they go, "Wow, Imperium, that group from Germany." I'm like, "Who's Eichner was never in WXW and all this stuff?" But yeah, hey, I'm converted now, mm, and it also cool. helps him a lot that Timothy Thatcher hasn't been seen. Where is he at? I don't know. I don't Training. know if he's injured or whatever, but I can't imagine Timothy Thatcher showing up to 2.0 to take on Andre Chase or something <laughs> yeah. in a school rules match or whatever. <laughs> but you know what? That match was fantastic. And then what was even better than that match? Von Wagner. Who? Sorry, come Tuesday. <laughs> try Goes, I can't believe we didn't win. Grr. Tries to blindside Kyle. But Kyle knows it's coming. <laughs> Ducks it and it beats him up. I can't even remember uh, the last time I saw a babyface go, no, I know I'm going to get turned on. <laughs> How about I beat you up beforehand? He's, he's the opposite to Sting. No, he's going to get turned yeah. on Cup Tuesday. Stop it, you. Now, I know who, what who was it I was talking to about this who was like, they really, really liked it. I wasn't a fan at all. And I all. thought, if you want to put if you want to put Cup Tuesday over, you've got you've to go all in. <laughs> and you've got to have him batter Kyle instead of this, which was, it made him look silly in my opinion. But, you know, I thought 
thought was very symptomatic of a main roster storyline arc because they did the Kylo Riley not uh, trusting anybody, having trust issues. Mm. And he got together with Von Wagner and just forgot about his trust issues. And then all of a sudden, oh, I've got trust issues again. And I he should have had trust issues. Von Wagner, Mr. Come Tuesday They himself. went into the woods. <laughs> Mr. Drank some beers. Trying to like the, the RVD That was Forest Friday. Mr. <laughs> Pay-per-view. Mr. Come uh, Tuesday. Yeah. Von. <laughs> Spin kick falls over. Wagner. So after he'd done it, Kyle O'Reilly then said, this is for life or something. Did uh, you see that? Did. He did the, he gave um, it the... And then he did suck it a few times as well. So he obviously also is a big fan of DX as well. Fair enough. Yeah. So, so what does I like that the mean? Well, what I've got trust mean? issues, so I know you're going to you turn on me. All right, well, I've been stuck there for for weeks as he was in a happy tag team and went deep mm. into the woods. Let's not forget with Come Tuesday. Obviously, but, not that. But team. I would, <laughs> but to your point, I would say that he's, Von Wagner hasn't experienced a big loss before, and that's just, this he can't handle it. And he's mm. thought, no. So no, I think there is a reason. <laughs> he had everything handed to him. He was just a guard on SmackDown for a week. Yes, he was. You know? Yeah, sky's the limit. Ah. <sighs> Cameron Grimes wins the hair versus hair match with Duke Hudson with a roll-up and a handful of tights. Hudson attacks Grimes afterwards, but he wins the brawl and shaves his heed. Look, Cameron Grimes <coughs> is really over. I'm glad that he won. It makes up for the fact that Duke Hudson is one of the dullest wrestlers <laughs> I've seen in some time. I'm glad you're not the only one saying that. Dull Hudson. I was trying oh, to make myself man. feel, you know, all right for Duke and not take the slander too far, thinking that mm. it's NXT... Flippy doos, all that stuff, kick outs, all that malarkey. He's trying to be the Bobby Roode of the modern day. Right. But there's the Bobby Roode, and then there was what Duke was doing. <laughs> Kicking a punch, wasn't it? That was it. Huh. It was like wrestling a game of attitude on the PS1. Yeah, and you don't know the controls. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. But at least he's got all the charisma in the world now that he's bald with a funny yes. wig. Yeah, we'll move more on that later on. But yeah, Cameron Grimes, over as hell. Crowd oh, yeah, yeah. And he won. It's like, oh, thank God. That would have been a travesty. Did the ever win, yeah. Apart from if it's like a Me- meaningful one in Mexico. Oh, I think Luke's about to point out, isn't it funny? It's like one of the biggest AAA shows of the year. Some of us see male stuff happening. And the only hair versus hair match was on NXT. <laughs> so. But in American wrestling, do the heels ever win hair versus hair? I don't think so. I remember when Chavo lost and he shaved his own head. That was oh, good. Oh. But yeah, no, that's actually a good point, actually. I wonder if anyone has. But... Yeah, worked well for him. Happy for Cameron Grimes. Roddy Strong retained the Cruiserweight title against Joe Gacy after Gacy stops Harlan from attacking Ivy now on the outside. This was just a match, really. Yeah, was... yeah I thought it was going to be a lot more storyline-driven, right. but it just turns out that Joe Gacy is like every single other indie man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have too much of a good thing. Yeah. I'm not saying he's a bad wrestler, I'm just saying it is just the same, isn't it? Well, yeah, there, it made you think that there was something was going to happen, and then we get the Cruiserweight title, and there'd be a storyline there, which is going to be an open way, whatever thing. Uh, must be some reason why they scrapped the Odyssey Jones thing was strong, and that's like, no, nope, Casey had a match, he lost, and that's it. I still uh, think they are going okay. to do something, though, because he, ref- he referenced again changing the belt this yeah, he week did. And, and changing yeah. the show name. Changing so, 205 Live. Yeah. Um, I got recommended on YouTube this week, or maybe it was last week before War Games, but they uh, like an old WWE video from like two years ago when they were plugging Evolve, and it was um, Eddie Kingston in a stable with Joe Gacy, and I was like, oh, uh, mm. I never knew that. That was cool. It's a small world. Else. Very charismatic stable. Mm. And, and other people are wearing it as well. <laughs> but yeah. they, were the, they were the main ones, anyway. It's crazy. That's going back, what, two years? Maybe two, maybe like how longer. things have changed. Not sure. Yeah. It's nuts. We also... Oh, no. 
What happened? Sorry, this might be Ross's move of the week. We got an Eichmann Giro skit. <laughs> oh. Where he eats too much food and has to go to the toilet. Have you got it written down what he ate? Because I've forgotten. No. I remember no. the two big things of ice cream. That's my two. Was there a burger as well? My abiding there, memory. Something. And then what happened, Matthew? <laughs> What was the? What he was had, the... He had to take a big duke. Is <laughs> your bowel mover of the week? <laughs> Crap of the week goes to Eichmann Giro. What did this achieve? This achieved nothing, other than to make us all roll our eyes at the noble art of professional wrestling. What was this about? I don't understand what this was meant to achieve. I understood maybe the earlier promo package they had where we've got a, a, a little view into his walk-in cupboard. Oh, that's a, the re- all his that's a rehash of an old one, though. But the yeah. jacket man. Yeah. So he's got two gimmicks, jacket and poo. Yes, yes. He's gone he places, that lad. <laughs> and handsome. Tag- he can means handsome, handsome jacket, man poo. In, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in a tag team called Jacket Time. That's right. Let's put it all together. And they yell, they yell things. Yeah. Jacket poo time. That'll be on... That's so fun. Whoa, what time is it? It's time for a poo. Yeah. <laughs> There'll be certain watches that'll say, what time is it? It's either jacket, handsome, or poo. Because the hands will just be big logs of poo going around the clock That's face. it. Some logs. We are Bruce Pritchard, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> Why? If anyone knows at home, please let us know. Because... This it, it didn't even get followed up on on NXT, did it? No, on the no, there was no reference, no to, reference it. to it at all. <laughs> no. So what was this about? Uh, other than to embarrass a man who's not from that country. But was he, he was lo- he was loving it though. <laughs> he really went for it. He, he made like chicken. He, sh- he looked like he was having a wank. <laughs> the way the camera was just there. No, that's next week, man. Next week. <laughs> he looked like he was having a wank in the in the, in the stalls at the toilets. <laughs> oh, what was the point? Is this a Vince McMahon segment? It seems like the sort of thing Vince would find funny. Vince did fart on this week's Raw. His IBS was kicking in. His IBS. No laughing matter, of course. But it's happening on Raw as well, so... But not... not, Imagine Vince McMahon doing that segment. (laughs) Just meat going everywhere. (laughs) Go to the stalls. I'm handsome. (laughs) (laughs) In the main event, Team Black and Gold, he's Team 2.0 in the main event. There are callbacks to Gargano and Champa's friendship and rivalry, also coming out to Rebel Heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony D'Angelo mm-hmm. tries to take Pete Dunne's teeth out, mm-hmm. and then just basically twocks his mouth guard and goes, I'll save this for later. Grayson Waller hits an elbow drop from the top of the cage. At one stage, move, Dexter Loomis... Move contender. Oh. Dexter Loomis emerges from under ring to scare Trick Williams at, um, at the back. Eventually, <coughs> Team 2.0 win, with Bron Breaker getting the pinfall over Champa. Now, this was I liked. Move, was another move of the week nomination when LA Knight bounced up to the top rope and chucked oh, Grayson off. Of course that was another good one. Right Shades there. of the Great. Oh, sorry. Shades of the oh, Great. Oh, no, is that the one? No, it's, it's not. one. Oh, thank God. Right I thought it's stolen yeah. your thunder. <laughs> Shades of the Great, Tony the Tiger. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, this is what I wanted because these guys were like, yeah, we're going to battle each other daft. Um, this is probably the best thing on NXT right now, the 2.0 versus the... 1.0. Apart from Jacket Time, really? probably is, yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? The build-up to this, yeah, I liked it. Because it was one week, wasn't it, the build-up? Yeah, but I liked that bit. When they all got in the ring and they all... last week's NXT. <laughs> <laughs> hey, big, yeah, right, big fan. Like, they all got in the ring, they said their pit, bits, and they sounded good. They got the cut of the personalities. They didn't seem that silly. Even Tony D'Angelo, who I know a lot of people love, you know, it's like, cause, hey, he got to sound all right, because he gets to like, well, I'm a... And the mafioso has got twock stuff. <laughs> I take your mouth guard. Say, all right, set up more stuff next week. All right. They battled each other daft. There was one moment. We'll get out of the way. Uh, Bron Breaker's coming in. They lock the door. Oh. Even though they've still got <laughs> someone else to come in. They make no sense. There's no roof. Yes. Uh, Bron Breaker <laughs> was like, yo, give me that. And uh, tried to use the 
things to cut open that mm. uh he couldn't quite get it maybe he's not used to those things maybe yeah. it's, not, it's a lot it's pretty hard thing to do you've got a stuff on your mind with the resting and the spots and whatever he couldn't do it and it cut away pete dunn was like what are you doing and uh people were like yeah you know there's no top on this this isn't war games him being a steiner maybe he thought there would be a, a cage <laughs> over a roof oh oh it's not a steiner never mind i have to question the strategy of team 2.0 you've locked the cage and your best bloke's still coming yeah. in but LA Knight just climbed over it. Cause, oh, because he's no dummy. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And um, there was a bit as well where... The, <laughs> and it was a cool moment where, like, all four members of the old team are in the middle of the two rings and they're all, like, knackered mm. and beaten up. And then they all just look at each other and do the Pete Dunn, like, the, might as well, back into the fray. But... <laughs> Specifically, LA Knight joining in with his old friends, just like yeah. we've been, we've been through some wars together. Yeah. Let's do it one more wow, time. Those three weeks we had together, Ooh, they were <laughs> yeah, it was exactly like that. But yeah. I thought it was still a good match, though. Yeah, mm. oh, it was all right. I, I liked it. It was, too, it was too much wrestling for me at the start, <laughs> and that it's wow. war games, isn't it? Like just yeah. 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 but it got there in I, the end. Yeah, it wasn't the perfect war games match, but AW got the tone right. When lads were flying into the ring and, and hitting yeah. each other, that was that was good. It was just the calm. I know it was Johnny's probably Johnny's last match, but I thought it was a bit too much wrestling with his blood feud, Carmelo Hayes. <laughs> but it goes back to my earlier point, doesn't it? That the wrestling is still the still at the forefront. Mm. I like the end as well with the spear. Yeah, gnarly stuff, bros, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, nah, huh? I, I was pleasantly surprised by it. Give XT the positives when they happen. It was right? a it was a fine show, apart from the gyro bit. Uh, they need to get them back in the are- in the proper arenas, though, don't they? I'm amazed that they're able to get Aye. that set up in that shed that they've yeah. got Cannon. But then you realise, and you realise there's not that many people in there. So they can go back a bit. Yeah, there's plenty of room. Yeah. Mm. So it does, it does add a lot more when there's a big crowd there. Because I know it people are down on XT, but they could still get an MLW 5000, surely. That was big news this week, wasn't it? How they got 5,000 people somewhere. They certainly they did. They got 5,000 people? Yeah, yeah, but it was because it was in cooperation with the crash. That's still huge, promotion. though. Is that this week? God, I don't know. I saw it this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're up to date on the MLW news. <laughs> the biggest we used to do at the ice arenas was like 2,000. And that felt... Like I had to go out and do a ring announcement for one match, and I was like, shake. I was like, Jesus, so a lot of people. And then I was like, how many was it? Like 2,000? I thought it was like mm. 30,000 right. people. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Aye. So 5,000 is the crash big? It's like the third biggest Mexican? It was, it was then. But uh, you still only need one fish for the 5,000? To feed them. Mm. Oh, yes. Thank you for that. <laughs> uh, Monday Night Raw. The show opens with the steel cage match between Biggie and Kevin Owens. Tell a way to open a show. Biggie wins by escaping the cage after an avalanche Biggie ending. Not big ending, silly. Uh, Seth That's Rollins. The rock. <laughs> Seth Rollins attacks afterwards, but Biggie wins a scuffle and stands tall. Bobby Lashley runs out and attacks all three during the break. During the. Uh, wait for the adverts. Yeah. <laughs> the element of surprise. Yeah. Expected, expected. Sorry. Expected, expected. Rough, rough. But yeah, I like this match. It wasn't anything more sophisticated than two big men beating each other up in a cage. I enjoy, I enjoy Kevin Owens being a smart man because he tried to just get out the cage without doing any work whatsoever. And that's mm. what you should do in a cage match. Yeah. And his moonsault off the rope was good as well. Boing, yeah. boing. Boing, boing. The baggies. Boing, boing. Boing, boing. West Brom. Um, <laughs> I like the beginning off the top rope as well. Yeah, oh, yeah. I know, the I know the biggie well. won by escape, even though he could have pinned him, which maybe was because they don't want to get any of them pinned before day one. I'm guessing anyway. Oh, also, sense, will Lashley it? be added to the match at day one? Do you think? I think he will be, yeah. Mm. 
Yeah. Why else would they have him again? Because right now, all they've got is that little storyline between Rollins, Biggie, and Owens, and it's like, okay. Yeah. Bob wore red. Hmm? Hmm? Bob wore red this week. Very festive. Did he wear red at um, <laughs> the WrestleMania where he wrestled Balor, the demon, when he had these contact lenses? I in? remember his contact lenses. I can't remember his tights. I feel like he might be Young wearing... James, could you Google got, Bobby yeah. Lashley, WrestleMania but 35? It, but, I mean, you call them black, though, wouldn't it? People do wear different colours at WrestleMania sometimes, don't they? But Bob Lashley wears black and black only, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> we're laughing at a picture of Boris Johnson oh yeah. right yeah, yeah, yeah. it's on your favourite game mm. 35 35 35 oh, oh it doesn't matter Richard it's fine oh yeah it doesn't matter I can do it I'll, <laughs> I'll confirm on my phone what colour his tights were at Wrestlemania <laughs> so weird Zelina um, Vega calls out Nikki Ash oh god and beats her in a match Nikki is downtrodden later on backstage despite oh, Rhea efforts to cheer up come on <clears throat> cheer up a fan seems to ask Nikki for an autograph, but it's actually Jerry Lawler who stood behind you. Because God knows if you're in a bad mood seeing Jerry Lawler get a new contract, I'll cheer you up. I have no idea what they're supposed to achieve. They're in Memphis. Yeah, he was wearing black at WrestleMania. Walking in Memphis. What tune? With Jerry Lawler. Yeah. Uh, he's from there. Yeah, and that's I, right. I've I read that somewhere. I believe he's popular there. That's um, right, yes. And he has been for a fair few years now. Yes, that's... that's <laughs> we can exclusively reveal that is true. I hope, because on the I'm going to pat my own arse here. On pitches, right, I was saying Nikki Cross should get downtrodden and then turn into like a dark anti-hero sort of superhero. Mm. Like your Batmans. Mm. Aye. So hopefully this is the first step on that sort of thing. Yeah. And he just beats up Jerry Lawler. Yeah. Yes. Eats him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> RK Bro have set up the RK Bronament. Did you so get that, it? No. Because so we, we all say tournament. Yeah. It's for a, all the policemen from Hello Hello. It's a bit of a reach. <laughs> <laughs> Mooning good night raw. Good tournament. <laughs> to determine new number one tag team contenders, Riddle has provided matching blazers. And they watched the semi-final between... Already taken, I can gimmick. Hmm. And they watched oh, the semi-final between the Street Profits and Styles and Omos. Omos gets himself counted out, gifting the win to the Street Profits. Styles yells at Omos and walks the back. Riddle interviews Styles, who tries to downplay the friction because he's a pit bull. Leave yeah. the memories alone. I All think the... this is just a quick thing and they'll get back together. It's just because they're doing the tournament and having a reason for them not winning. Oh, but almost a seven foot tall, and they desperately want to make him a star. I thought it was really they interesting, do, but not at the expense of the entire tag team division. During com- <laughs> <laughs> Braun, know, Braun Strowman says hello. Yeah. Um, that came out really sassy, didn't it? It did. <laughs> I like uh, sassy Ross. During commentary, Riddle said that Omos is big, but he still makes a lot of mistakes, which I thought was interesting. And I would like to infer that someone on the headpiece thing told him to say that because that's what they feel backstage. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so they're shooting on him. Aye. Oh. Take that one, Omos. Yeah. You tall man. Yeah. I think we're on the build to Omos versus Randy now for <coughs> WrestleMania. And then. And the singles. Aye. I still don't think he's ready for Omos that. Omos putting. No. Randy putting over Omos. No. Yeah. I'd like to see Randy jumping yeah. that high up to hit RKO. <laughs> oh, there'll be a spectacular RKO in the match. Maybe you'll do it off the And you know what? Ropes. If they had gone back in time and picked Mark Jindrak to be the Randy Orton, he would have been able to hit that. But those <laughs> drop kicks were amazing, yeah. Legit, like... Yeah. Oh, I bet they're kicking themselves now. Yeah. Or was it instead of Batista? No, it was Randy. No, it was, it was Randy. Randy, okay, right. They shot the vignettes, didn't they? Oh, yes. Yeah, no, like... Again, one of the best things on the network was him going, 
No, no, it's not as if like, oh, I could have been Randy Orton. No, I'm not Randy Orton. Randy oh. Orton is Randy Orton. He's really good. <laughs> we made too many winky jokes. <laughs> I know Triple H in the limo. <laughs> you bloody kids are. So great. <laughs> Will you shut up? Uh? Do you like with these kid, real kids, Triple H? Uh, what am I saying here? Who gives a what? sh... NXT, now that they'll be taken away from him. <laughs> Damien Priest successfully defends the US title against Robert Roode, but Dolph Ziggler super kicks him after the match. That dirty dog. <laughs> <laughs> You read it exactly. It ruins it meaning you, now, doesn't you it? You read it exactly as I wanted you to read it. So that's you. good. Yeah. When did this news come out from Freddie Prince? I got so it came on Coldaholic News this week. Was it after Raw? So, because hopefully oh, next no. week on Raw, the Dirty Dogs actually come out on all fours and give it the old leg up and whatnot. Woof woof. We're loyal. <laughs> woof woof. <laughs> they're not loyal. Though, they're dirty. They're the we're bad loyal. dogs. We're, lo- we're dirty dogs. We have baths. We had bad owners, therefore ill-mannered dogs. <laughs> The ill-mannered dogs. <laughs> I reckon Bobby Roode could still be a main eventer if he wanted to, or if they allowed, allowed him, I should Bobby. say. Oh, I, I, don't know. I thought he was fantastic in this match. I, I mean, no, I love him, but in terms of like, they need to go away for six months, then come back, just because they've done nothing but lose him and Ziggler these past I was squinting at years. one point, Matthew, and I thought, I, I thought it was Triple H. <laughs> You're laughing? What are you laughing for? They did that Survivor Series bit. They when did. they both stared down each other because they look a bit like They did they did the, the duck soup thing where they did the same spot. <laughs> yes. Anyway, sorry. Dewdrop attacks Bianca Belair during her entrance. Belair wins their match by count out when Dewdrop escapes the KOD and decides she's had enough. She walks off. Now, we don't know. Me and Ross were wondering recently if they've changed Dewdrop's theme to reflect her heel turn. I think they have. But she attacked her during her entrance. So we couldn't... We didn't find out yet. Yeah, we, we recorded a tier list on entrance themes uh, before this week's roll. There are a lot of tier lists going up. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of tier lists going up. Content for the lots Christmas. Lots of tiers. Um, very Christmassy. Uh, but I think she has changed it, so we look, we look silly now. But I keep repeat, repeating the date we recorded. In the also. video, you we don't do look as silly as someone called Dewdrop. Don't worry. Oh, no, she looked badass in this match. It was a 50 50. Oh, yeah, she did. A 50 50 affair with Bianca Belair. Yeah, we're not all gear. Appreciate that. But just again, hi, I'm Dewdrop. Uh, I enjoyed the psychology of this particular matchup there, Matthew. Because oh. I thought Bianca Belair was very flippant at the, in the early stages, thinking, oh, this is Dewdrop. I can deal with Dewdrop. And then she couldn't do the do, could she? <laughs> so she got a bit more desperate towards the end, and then obviously Dewdrop undid all that good work by walking away. Yeah. Yeah, what a shame. It's almost, <laughs> almost a good thing. Vince McMahon calls Austin Theory into his office again. Oh, oh, oh. E, my God. He tells him that he's giving him an unexpected match tonight. Which he should he should expect. Yeah, because you've got to expect the unexpected. So. <laughs> Later, though, Vince tells Theory that the match is off, and it needs to find another way to impress him with his brain. But I suspect Ross These was talking about a different element. <laughs> this was very pervy. This segment for me, because he was like, <laughs> everyone thought it didn't. They? He was like, you've got to impress me in another way. <laughs> Yeah, sex, then he stuff. said with his brain, so it's all right. That's all right, yeah. yeah. But he didn't say that first, did he? No. What did he no. say when he was like, I've got no jockage? I couldn't understand what he said. Said, sorry. I don't know. Jockage. Just Vince. Oh, he was going was through his list word. of ailments once again. He said, I've got no jockage. I don't so what, know. What could that be, medical professionals? I've got no idea. Was he not just trying to charge his phone and he said the room had no sockets? <laughs> oh, man. Maybe he said, I've got no jackets? <laughs> no. Like, Manjira's so, got them all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jockage on Urban Dictionary is extreme chafing in the boxes or briefs. Well, there we go. Ah. Well, that's not an ailment. That's just... He can, yeah, you, you can actually fix that, mate. Yeah, just, you know, quick tug. Yeah. Yeah. What? Quick you know tug? What I mean? 
Of the, you know, yeah, you. The Rock Sudokram. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> I thought it was funny how this segment, right, the first one with those two backstage ended with Vince going like, oh, because of IBS. Oh, yes. Funny farts. Humor that, yeah. It's funny farts, everyone. Uh, Not quite a funny poo. Yeah. <laughs> he could have had a funny poo later on. Yeah. Him and like when Giro installs yeah. next to each other. NXT still finds a way to outdo the main roster, doesn't <laughs> it? <Yeah. laughs> it's good though, because I mean, Giro goes to the main roster on Raw. Like, oh, my gimmick hasn't changed. I fit in right here. Oh, <laughs> oh he'll be champion within a week. And do you think Vince has IBS? Or oh, because of his diet of eating nothing but protein and burritos every day? <laughs> Meat he just farts a lot naturally. Mm. He's got IBS. He's got IBS. He's got an ear infection. He's got the chafing. One of these things is not like the other things. Aye. I wouldn't have thought Vince Man would have suffered from chafing. He's a slender man, isn't he? He is, and, and He's also. Buffers, the, are we on about and slender? And Ameri- American suits are like baggy, aren't they? Rather than mm-hmm. over here where they're a bit slimmer fitting. Hello. Hello. What's Podcast up? Personal, uh, oh, no. Jeff Hardy's just been released. Oh, oh my word. Oh my God, are you kidding? <laughs> you are joking. No, been released. Yeah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Breaking news! Oh, my God. Ah, yeah, Tom's just messaged, yeah, a minute ago that we have sacked Jeff Hardy. Oh, my God. What? Well, that's happened no. live. That's, we... Wait, wait, wait. Let's, let's just see the word on W.com. So my phone struggles to contain the energy of this moment as we all go to our phones and ruin the Wi-Fi. No, no, I'll, I'll, I'll fill in while you are Googling. Um, um, oh, man. Uh, well, uh, Should I do the next segment? It's time segment? for Ms. TV with Edge as the guest. Ms. suggests that the Edge is no a No way, that's an important himself. segment. That's important. Hey, Mike, who gives it? Jeff wow. Hardy, man. Bloody hell. Yeah. That's crazy, though. Sean Ross Sapp says, I've heard that Dury offered Jeff Hardy help in rehab, and it was not accepted. Oh, um, man. Oh, he is hoping God. the better things for him. I don't know what you even say there. Oh. What a bloody shame, eh? That is, yeah, that's a sad situation all around. He was flying on SmackDown. He yeah. was, he was... I thought they were keeping him warm for, yeah, run, yeah. for the important period of Rumble to Mania. Yeah, he was... Because he's been more over than half... Well, nearly all the people have been trying to push these last few months on SmackDown. Aye. So... The crowd receptions have been there. Ah, oh, this is oh, a shame. Yeah, everyone's on their phones. He right was now, doing, so doing well at Survivor Series and that. Yeah, the mask yeah. was basically surrounded. Uh, wow! Around him, wow! I hope he's all right. Yeah, same. I mean, likewise. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. Addiction, I wouldn't wish on anybody. Oh no, Christ! A horrible, horrible, horrible thing. And God knows, Jeff's had to deal with this 
solid time to start his career. Mm. Yeah, hopefully he's okay. Yeah. I'm sure there'll be more updates, but wow. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the honestly, maybe we should stop recording on a Thursday. Like something always happens. Uh, but again, must wait to get the stuff out of the way on a Friday. I don't know. But like anyway, yeah. Uh, gutted. Yeah. 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 So I have yeah, to just carry yeah. on with the stuff we're talking about. But that's not the wind up me sails, that. Is yeah, me gutted? too. A little Jeffrey bit. Hardy. Yeah. Yeah. It's time for Ms. TV with Edge as the guest. Ms. suggests that Edge is a shell of his former self and wonders why he didn't spear him last week. Edge tells Miz not to mistake his kindness for weakness, but Miz says he needed his kindness back when he was a rookie. No, no, his kindness back when he was a rookie. Oh, he needed his kindness back yeah, when yeah, he yeah, was a rookie. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Being kicked out of the locker room. Which is a very good point. Edge claimed that he gave Miz words of encouragement back in the day. Miz wants Edge at day one, but Edge wants to fight tonight as well. Edge fakes a punch, which causes Miz to fall out. I like this promo, me. This, I like this as well, because Miz has brought up the fact that he was treated badly begin with by people and he's always changing because it goes oh JBL this one time JBL JBL and everyone's gone no he meant that other guy that not the mention JBL didn't do that stuff oh okay right mm. Benoit <laughs> oh dear what can we what we no, can't yeah. the same can we not no no we can't yeah of course no we've said everything else in this podcast we'll be alright yeah <laughs> um, I think that I think it was good as well but I don't believe Edge when he said oh no I did in this very arena actually I said some nice things to you Shut up, Edge. It's yeah. like Prince Andrew, isn't it? <laughs> Is it? <laughs> you know, when he's done about the sweat and, and very specific memories about that night at Pizza Express and stuff like right. that. Edge remembering that he was in that specific arena. It's too specific. I give you, you words of encouragement. All right, like what? That, no. <laughs> that, that, Try the pepperoni. <laughs> that, I, like, I like the promo because they were both right. Yeah, yeah. And, nice yeah. One. and Edge yeah. played off what Miz said and made Edge sound right, and then Miz played off what Edge said. Yeah. Yeah. January 1, he says, though, the Miz is going to beat him at January 1. Catchy January name. 1. Catchy name for a papa view, don't you? Think? Miz gets like 99% of his promo right. His very speech, you get that one little bit out, and he's like, Mwah. It is Prince Andrew, isn't it? He was very. Yes, of course. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm just checking. I didn't it was just a crazy, just a bit out, crazy just reference. Just out of the blue. Yeah. It's how oddly specific his memory is about certain yes. things. Mm. Uh, the mm. mysterious lying. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> the Mysterios win the other semi-final of the Arcade Bro Ornament against Alpha Academy, which Dominic with sorry with Dominic rolling up Gable. Yes, Riddle tries to interview the losers afterwards, but Otis lays him out. Yeah, yeah. Will this lead to? I'm guessing that there'll be like a mini feud between Otis and Riddle. But the real story is the tournament, the Bronament. The Bronament. Yes. The Bronament. Are we going back to Vince's office in this roundup? Because oh, if we're not. On. Um, no, I've, I've included, well, I've included all the, all the, the, stuff, of the so, week. Yeah, go on. No, when Vince was on the phone at the second trip to his office, oh, right. when he ha- just before it hangs up, he goes, Otis is so freaking impressive. He said, Otis is so freaking impressive. And then he hung up the phone. That's what he said. That's what he said. That's good. Not all hope is lost when it comes to me, me boy, Otis. Me boy. <laughs> Your boy. Mm. <laughs> uh, where are we? Finn Balor beats T-Bar in a singles match. Was attacked by Austin Theory, who takes selfies afterwards. I thought this was a good, hard-hitting little match. For what it was, for the yeah. time constraints it had, I just wish they would get all the bollocks off of T-Bar, give him a proper name, and let him flourish. People mm. on Twitter were saying about this match, this could have made event a takeover yeah. once upon a time. Yep. Oh, well. And it could again. <laughs> but maybe not. No. Maybe not Balor going back down. Not enough jackets. T bar fits in NXT 2.0. I'm a mechanic called T bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That would work actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm T bar the mechanic. Just taking a look at various cars. Can I fix it? 
Yes, I can. Oh, God. <laughs> Never never heard before. We were talking yeah. about Bother Builder recently in the office. Jack Atkins said, um, Lofty's a great lad. Like, oh, Lofty, oh, fair enough. Then. So Lofty. He's a great lad. Lofty's the shy one. He's like, oh, I think so. Yeah. Which so. is strange for a cherry picker. Mm. Do you think? What, to be to shy? To be shy, yeah. Mm, yeah, maybe. you got that size about you. Yeah. Mm. That's a good point. Yeah. Dizzy, the little Sememic, so she was, oh, all over the place. Scoop. Scoop looking Dizzy. Rolly too. Hello. Scoop. You didn't like Scoop? Didn't like Scoop. Why? Didn't trust him. <laughs> okay. Didn't trust Muck, him. Muck was all right. You got what you got with Muck. Muck, yeah, Muck you knew where you stood with Muck. Yeah, Muck yeah. was a good lad. Scoop, there was something about him. Muck, Muck Tuesday. Was Scoop, <laughs> was Scoop the yellow one? Bob's best yellow mate? One, yeah. Oh, yeah, he was an office. It was like right, a yeah. Von Wagner <laughs> and Kyle situation. Sorry, a come Tuesday and Kyle situation. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> the men of the 24th... 7th Division are unsure if they can attack Dana Brooke, but Tamina shows up and Dana runs off. Understandably so. Why can't they roll her up? Culturally. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is begging for Joe Gacy to come along and just batter her. It's, it's all good. Oh, uh, Equality. Equality and just absolute punch her in the face. In the main event... <laughs> A roll it would have done. Is Dana, is Dana <laughs> something on the knee? Just gets a gun and shoots yeah, it. It's <laughs> with the car. Uh, In the main event, Peggy Lynch meets a valiant Liv Morgan to retain the Raw Women's title. They Last week, I was a bit like, oh, God, why is this versus feud based on crying? Why did, do we love folks on women crying so much? However, it does appear to have worked because they gave this the big match feel. Mm -hmm. The crowd went to live, and it felt like, oh, this is a... Is this Liv going up the next step into the untouchable land? The promo before was fantastic. Yeah. Because it was real. It was real. But also, I'm sure it used Rich Holland's theme in the background. You know, it's like, really? hip, 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 hip. sounds like club singer. I didn't notice that. <laughs> when it starts singing, the guy sounds like club singer. Cuts back to there's Rich. There was a nice throwback to Lita and Trish as well with the dive that they did. She lived and kill herself like uh, Lita did, though. Mm. Oh, back yeah. In, back in the day. Oh. I didn't even think about that, but yeah. of course, yeah. Well, it was on the it was anniversary. anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. anniversary. Oh, and one's blonde and one's red-headed. Oh, yeah. Wow, wow that's, that's identical. <laughs> but, yeah, Becky retains by grabbing the rope during a roll-up, similar to the win over Charlotte's Five Series. And Becky's, it's been weird because the crowd are like, we're booing you, but only because we feel we have to. It's not, uh, she got proper booed for that. Mm. Right. Oh, you get that. That was going to be my Hall of Fame nomination. That I forgot about oh, earlier. Was another little girl. Oh, oh yeah. Angry little, little, girl. little, little, yeah, be little Becky girl, wouldn't Angry it? Becky girl. Angry Becky yeah. girl. Yeah. Hope Angry Miss Girl's doing all right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hope, she's, hope she's moved on. <laughs> hope like, she doesn't want wrestling anymore. anymore. Yeah. 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 <laughs> a wall full of Miz <laughs> darts thrown out. <laughs> and stuff. Even still, this year, uh, Edge is going to get. She'll she'll distract him during the match with Edge. Oh. Yeah, that might actually happen. No, it won't. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> now they've said that. Rumours have it she grew up to become Tuesday. Oh, no. Angry Why Miss would she? I don't know. <laughs> but it is time now for Come Tuesday. NXT. The one <laughs> after war games. Are we calling Von Wagner Come Tuesday? Or are we just calling NXT the show Come Tuesday? I think we should do both. A bit of both. <laughs> He's missed They're both. It's the same noun. Corporal Come Tuesday. Corporal Come Tuesday. <laughs> The opening match is another cage match because <laughs> it's filmed right after War Games, so I thought, well, it's still up, uh, so I might as well just use it. Oh, was it not live? Cage match on Raw as well. 
Yeah, but I'm figured because there's actually filmed at the same I just place. Mean, oh, yeah, I just mean it was a hard weekend. Oh, okay. No, you are right. Actually, yeah. I d- yeah, I thought it was, No. Yeah. Is it live? Yeah. I don't know if it's live. Then is it, it live? No, I didn't the think so. one. Is it not live? I don't know. Well, I assume because the War Games is up. They do like they used to do when they've done a takeover yeah, yeah. and they just recorded some stuff afterwards. But there's only one ring. Or was there? I don't know, actually. Oh. Was there only one ring? No, there's two rings. Two rings, two rings. okay. Fair. It'd be weird, isn't it? I can't remember. It's a hard hitting. I actually can't remember. remember. <laughs> was there one ring or two? <laughs> the only match in the cage match between Come Tuesday and Kyle O'Reilly. Come wins and attacks Kyle <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> Slamming the cage door, it was Heed. The, that's, Cum is good at doing the moves. <laughs> he does them with a plum, but there's nothing else there, is there? And that's, I guess that's what it, he works the, hard. The difference, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gets everywhere, doesn't he? This was, oh. this was. Right, you going away, Kyle? Cut, put up a Von Wagner, and he's like, all right. And, yeah, it was yeah. fine for what it was. Yeah, Von, this did make me go, wow, Von's really good. It was just like, what Kyle's going to do after this? <laughs> Sorry, I, I come the wrong name. I meant Come Tuesday. Yeah, Come Tuesday. Uh, Joe Gacy cuts a pro. God, promo with Harland. Saying that result of his match at War Games was less important than the message he delivered. Everybody sees the size of Haaland, but nobody thinks about the size of his heart. He'll make his in-ring debut next week. He has love tattooed there. Oh, that's nice. Has he got hate on the other one, though? Well, we'll wait and see. Unconfirmed reports. Let's oh, tune yeah. into Wrestling News now to find out. Yeah, more. they'll know. <laughs> I think on the pulse. He, I, I can't even do the voice. Shut up, Ross. Move on. <laughs> Bron Breaker cuts an in-ring promo saying he respects his War Games opponents, but now he's the future of NXT. He wants another title shot after pinning Champa, but is instead interrupted by Michael Biv- Malcolm Bivens and the... <laughs> oh, shut up. And the Creed brothers. Bivens says that Roddy Strong has cleared out the Cruiserweight division, so the weight limit has been lifted. He also says that Strong has his sights set on Braun, and Braun is up for the challenge. And they go, all right. Everyone and Braun, Braun says... Yeah, and then yeah, okay, sort of intimidate. But then, yeah. I was going to say, there's many segues into the Cree brothers taking on JB and BJ with Imperium and the Grizzled Young Veterans watching on because there's just not enough stuff going in the They're segment. They're so cheeky, aren't they? Uh, the veterans steal one of the tag ropes and Briggs, BJ and JB win via roll-up and the confusion. Right. Then later... But wait, sorry. Be- sorry, just before the later bit. Yeah. They stole the other tag rope. It was like they wanted the other team to win, wasn't it? Didn't they steal Briggs and Brooks and Jensen's tag rope? I think it's just because they got, they got confused that they were able to beat the, the ref wouldn't let them tag in again, would they? Yeah. Because that, uh, that's always mattered. I don't know if I'm getting confused with AEW here, and I might be, but it always has mattered in WWE slash NXT that you hold the tag rope. Because I'm sure they've been quite lax themselves about that rule, haven't they, in the past? Who NXT, I think the they've been... Group? It's not something I've noticed that much. It's only yeah. because AEW has the relaxed rules thing because they bring in lucha dudes and they're like, oh, FTR like normal. brought it back when they were the revival. Yeah, like, you need to hold and that, and that can make that everyone Oh, no, it was only about. FTR. Yeah. But no, I've, I've, as far as I know, in WWE and NXT, they've, not, they've had the ring ropes. Yeah. But they they never make a big deal when someone's not holding it, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm. But now it is a big deal. I, to, I get wrapped yeah. up in these little things that happen. But don't worry, because if you're not confused, you will be. Later on, BJ and JB celebrate backstage and are joined by Jacket Time, who also don't like the Creed brothers. The veterans arrive and say they only won because of their help. Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter walk by with festival tickets, so JB and BJ walk and say, oh, all right, all follow right. them. Go the While the other teams get into a brawl, and then the former Mei Ying is again seen. Look at the. Was this just all right? Who hasn't been booked for anything? All right, select all. You're all gonna be involved in this. I don't know if you've seen the vignette. What a mess. Well, the, well, Casey Kanzar and Kane Carter. I don't know if you've seen the vignette. They're party girls. They take drugs. They'd like going to the raves and the festivals. They like. Go- <laughs> <laughs> we don't know that for certain. <laughs> but they like going to raves and exploring their minds and getting lost in the music. 
What? Drug behaviour. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> and uh, they thought, wow, we, we have such a good time at these festivals. Why not share that with the NXT universe and bring the party to NXT? That's the point of their gimmick now, right? <laughs> their lasses who go to festivals. <laughs> and, um, and Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs decided, oh, we'll go with them. So that's what's happened there. Yeah, and they're plaid and beard and no gimmick. They're ready for a festival. They're the rootin' tootin' cowboys who eat yeah. meat. They're thinking yeah, more. Yeah, they're, they're going to go see yeah. Underworld. Casey and Caden are thinking more Tomorrowland. And these lads are thinking more like Sonosphere or something. Yeah. Yeah. I hope they had a good time because I didn't watching this. But Eichmann Giro slapped one of their asses, right? <laughs> it's really funny. That's where poo comes from. Yeah, it's I'm, I'm about to say that's why. <laughs> I've got one of them. Uh, Dol- I, well, why? Why does that need to happen? <laughs> why did any of this need to happen? Who sits back and goes, oh, that's great, that. <laughs> who sits back and says that? Vince. Oh, that's fantastic. <sighs> that's not the same guy who didn't want the golden egg any higher than the 24-7 division. I think you've that's put, not the same guy. I think you've, that would be silly. I think you've given him too much praise <laughs> for that one decision. What was your other decision reference at the oh, start yeah, of the podcast? Um, I can't remember what it was now. It was similar. Yeah. yeah. A judgment call. Yeah. Yeah. He wouldn't do that. No, Vince is back. This is all. This is all heartbreak, as they call him in the biz. Oh, I cringe when Johnny Gargano said that at the end. Me and my friend heartbreak. Call Shawn Michaels heartbreak. We'll get as if he's his real on. friend. Yeah. <laughs> Cleaner, I got this. It was all, very the fo- all the photos that they shared on online of like HBK and the lads as they leave, and it, it was like that one guy who stays out to the airport for the. You know, the women to show up and get a photo awkwardly. Oh, let's just... not criticize the way he looks, for goodness sake. No, 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 just the way he's like, ah, like hugging and oh, I'm that big picture where he's got his hand on the thing. That's a bit like, I just thought Snitsky me. <laughs> <laughs> Dull Hudson enters with a terrible battery, Oh, that is nasty. Which he claims is his real hair. Obviously, it's not. And he, he's so dull that he even has to go, look, my hair's grown back and it's fine. And he has to wait. The crowd to chant, "You look stupid." Hey, that's not loads they, of wrestlers they do that. Loads of wrestlers do. Oh yeah, you look stupid. No, loads of like, wrestlers do that, Matthew. That's harsh on Duke. It's not though, because he's he no just, one cared about his bloody hair or wig. Changed the facial expression. He did it. He went a couple of times. He went like, but like, sorry, change the cadence of your voice is what I'm saying here. At least do that to go with your little facial expressions as well. The fact that you also did the, this is real hair. This, I've got real hair. Doesn't it look good? How am man? <laughs> Yeah, Uh, Cameron Grimes arrives and Hudson accuses him of cheating to win. Grimes says he's happy to have a rematch with no holes barred. Hudson accepts and goes for a cheap shot, but Grimes is ready and almost rips the wig off as Hudson runs away. Blah, blah, blah. I can't wait for the wig to get pulled off and then for Duke Hudson to go. (laughs) (laughs) What would would he sound like, that emotional time for him when his hair's been ripped off? No. <laughs> it just sounds like he's explaining the terms uh, of a loan all the bloody time. All the time. God. You can't tell what he's thinking because he's a professional poker player. <laughs> and he's keeping an icy expression. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, one of the best the suited man, gimmicks. Yeah. The best suited gimmicks. <laughs> You're a poker player. Why? Because I have charisma? No. <laughs> Grayson Waller tries to impress a girl, but she gets hit. Or she, or she gets she in. She hit by LA Knight's car. Joe, Joe Gacy trying to get more 24-7 titles. She gets, she gets into LA Knight's car. Grayson Waller's like, hi there. Like the look of you. <laughs> yeah. Gacy, can you stop doing that? Why is it Gacy? Knight mocks him for being all about views and hits, and they drive away. 
Wallace says he'll do something I'll that do will, something that will get, get views. views. Yeah. Whoa. On this come Tuesday. He'll do a mukbang. Oh. <laughs> oh. He'll get one of those big crates <laughs> off Amazon which you don't know what's inside <laughs> of it and he'll open it. Oh. Grayson Waller's going to do a tier list. <laughs> Grayson Waller interrupts Gargano's farewell to do a tier list. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon Liv Morgan's good, me. <laughs> <laughs> Carmelo Hayes takes on Dexter Loomis. Loomis seems to be winning, but Trick Williams interferes with the DQ. Loomis goes after Williams, but Hayes saves him, and they run away. So they're still being spooked by Loomis, which I don't think is the best use for Carmelo Hayes and Tricky Tricky Williams. Yeah, he's above this. Yeah, SSX Tricky. What game? Yeah. Who was your was. guy? Mine was Simon. Mine was the Run DMC song that came out. Oh, yeah, one of the names. Fair but David Arquette did the voice one. He was uh, the guy with the ginger afro, yeah. That's right. He's my favourite then. Mm. Former WWE world champion, mm. guy with the ginger afro. Backstage, Persia Brother wants Indy Hartwell to stay free of distractions so they can be a good tag team. But they're interrupted by Loomis and Gargano, who have a group hope with Indy. Well, it makes sense. If it's going to be the last time. Husband and wife and, and father there. Persia's like... <laughs> she's so, jealous, isn't she? Yeah. yeah. Well, she's the friend who's been invited round to the house of this family. But she's not as close with... She's like Anthony's mate on the royal family. Yeah. Uh, who's Kirk from Coronation, Coronation Street, Street, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. That's her role. And so I'm a celebrity's... I can't remember his name. David... Like... David no. Manchester. David Northern. He seems like a lovely man. David mm. Hotpot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> David Pie Bap. And, oh, God. MSK finally meet the shaman. After the six shaman. weeks, <laughs> the shaman, the keep keep coming on, coming on strong. He's a good, the shaman. Oh, that was number one when I was born. That's right. Yes. Ebenezer good. Ebenezer good. He's a good. He's a good. Allegedly. Rhythm is a dancer was number one when I was oh, born. Oh, that's a good one. What was yours? Oh, uh, the theme from Robin Hood. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Brian Adams. Robin yeah. Hood, Robin Hood. <laughs> <laughs> Just a blokey singing that. <laughs> the charts were weird, man. <laughs> <laughs> The shaman, who are going to be all the hype, all these rubbish bits that drive at seven miles an hour, etc. It's a getaway from Izzy's parents. Who is Aww. it? It turned out to be Matt friggin' Riddle. We After all that, yeah. they ask for advice. Ganja! And he says they just need to be MSK all day. Great. MSK Toolies. all day. What a popcorn fart this was. Yeah. What an absolute nothing. The sweet Mary Jane. Yeah. But don't you dare sit. Yeah. <laughs> Then the new the gimmicks end. will be gardeners. At the end, he's like, what's in the bag? And they're like, Whoa. Uh, crap. To be f- the one bit of the promo which was fine was him referencing the Stallion Pete. <laughs> Going like that as if he was dead. Who is Stallion Pete? His old tag team partner in NXT before the pandemic. Matt Riddle's partner in NXT. Stallion Pete. Stallion Pete. Oh, Pete Dunne. Pete Dunne. Oh, right. Okay, right. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, if he's dead. Hmm. I like that. I like that sort of thing. I missed that bit. That's going to suck when they release Pete Dunne. Uh, <laughs> probably, probably as this podcast... You know what? Let's proof, uh, future-proof this. Sorry, that poor, poorly timed reference to Pete Dunne being released. Right, so beloved Jeff Hardy's being released during the podcast. Yeah. What's going to happen after the podcast is I'm worried about. Because, yeah. yeah, this hasn't counted as the curse, has it? Actually, this is how far down the radar. I even see Sean Ross Sapp talking about this. See, Joseph Connor's doing promos and appearing on mm. UK indie shows yeah. as yeah. if he's been released, but no one's mentioned it. Mm. Yeah, no, he has been released. Oh, he has? And it's been con- not, con- has it? not confirmed, confirmed, but it's been confirmed by sources. Oh, okay. Not my sources. Oh, okay. But he's been released. So he has been released? He's been released, yeah. Oh. Mm. That sucks. 
I don't know if I should have said that. But that, that was the, the most quiet release I've heard ever. Like it makes me think that maybe other people are being released from an. And we don't even notice. Well, they're not saying, are they? Explicitly so. Why is that? This was this 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 came from somebody I know asking somebody who works for a promotion oh. where Joseph Connors came. Oh, all right, all right. So maybe I shouldn't have said this on the podcast. But no, no, you're saying that though. But he is on indie shows and making appearances <laughs> and doing videos of the I've just been released video on Twitter. I'll so. never look in the mirror again and see a man who could be classed as disposable. He said it just like that. <laughs> yeah, that was his voice. I'm Joseph Connors. He <laughs> should be like, Knight of the Round <laughs> Robin Hood, Robin Hood. He <laughs> should be like, you know, in Japan they'll have like, you know, ah, oh, pride never die and all this stuff. References to like promotions that have been long since been dead. He should probably do, this is WCPW's very own Joseph Connors. <laughs> oh, yes. That should be his gimmick forever. Well, Liam Slater kind of did, but... Oh, it did so well. It was NCL. so funny. NCL, who having a... I hope they're having a show uh, this Saturday. Yeah. Which will need your COVID pass or proof of vaccination. I don't know. Whatever. I need to sort my NHS out before I do. Yeah. I can't. Apparently that crashed last night. I need to, I, I don't know my did. NHS number and I can't find anything that's written on. So I'm trying to ring my GP to find out what my NHS number is. But they've been busy, obviously, course, all yeah. week. Especially since the announcement. So, I, so I'm not going to get to go to Tom's last ring announcing show oh, unless no. I can sort it out quickly. Oh. Toxic Attraction beat Valentina Faroz and... Elisa Leon, who continue to lose every week. Oh, well. After the match, Mandy Rose claims that they're still the baddest bitches in town because women have to say bitches on WTV after war games, but is interrupted by Cora Jade in a sling. She seems ready to take on all of Toxic Attraction, but it's a ruse as Raquel Gonzalez runs out with a chair and chases them off. Right. And then backstage, Cora and Raquel debate who has a better claim to put out a shot. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know the word to use this. <laughs> They sort of discuss it. Like, well, I yeah. should go for the title. Well, yeah. I should. Yeah, we're in the House of Commons. It was calmer than the House of Commons recently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Kaylee Ray shows up and gives Cora her baseball bat, saying she needs it more than her. What was that about then? She's got more she... bats. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. she's like Tony Storm, I'm too bat Cora. <laughs> too bat Cora. Yeah. That's coming oh, next week. Yeah. Tiffany Stratton is still very rich. There's also a star athlete, apparently. Yes. Fantastic. Does the gymnastics, mm. wasn't it? Was it the gymnastics? Yeah. Was yeah. it? Uh, I wondered what it was. Yeah, I didn't fast forward it. Backstage, Andre Chase tells Tony D'Angelo that if he'd listened to his teachings, he'd have been the star of the War Games match rather than Grayson Waller. Tony isn't happy and challenges him to a match next week. Mm. Yeah, I can get behind them. Mm. Zion Quinn takes on Santos Escobar. Electra Lopez slips Quinn some brass knocks, which throws him off, allowing Escobar to pick up the win. Malcolm Bivens is in the parking lot talking to Roddy, uh, talking up Roddy Strong's chances. Yeah, I feel like Roddy Tom was like Breaker. off for an unexpected. It feel, I feel like he should have been in a, these Malcolm Bivens segments as well because yeah. Bivens was always saying like Roddy'll say this and stuff. It was yeah. weird. And Kamala Hayes turns <laughs> up issues a challenge to Strong. Everyone wants a bit of Strong. Yeah, they do. Only one person wants Chamber. Well, wait, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a triangle. Like Strong wants Breaker, Breaker wants Chamber, but then Hayes wants Strong for some reason. Even Hayes though he's done. As well, does he? And Loomis yeah. wants and Hayes. Gargano still, uh, he? Well, Loomis we'll wants Hayes. It's a big human centipede on come Tuesday. Oh, <laughs> oh, chat. That may be the worst <laughs> sentence you've ever said yeah. on the podcast. <laughs> Disgusting. I thought Giant Quinn to go back to him though. He's like a bloody Power Ranger this week. That movie did when uh, like, uh, fan, what was he? What's he? Who was he wrestling? I've written down the wrong name here. Santa Santa yeah, when he ran across the ring, he just sort of went, and he he went down. It's like like a Power Ranger, wasn't it? Put his arms like that. Ah. Sure. <laughs> it's explosion in the background. Oh, yeah. Ah. And then 
<laughs> Escobar sells it because there's fire behind me. He goes, oh! Yeah. So over, great. Over, Every like, single time. Just, a camera angle. From yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just over the crest of a tiny hill. Just, <laughs> I challenge you to a match in a quarry mm. next week. <laughs> Johnny Gargano arrives. That should be the big question for this week's podcast. If Zion Quinn was a Power Ranger, <laughs> which Power Ranger would he be? Oh. I'd suggest Red straight away. Oh, really? Confident asshole he was. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> He's not got anyone with him, so he needs leadership skills to be the Red One. Oh, yeah. Johnny Gargano arrives to give what seems to be a farewell speech. He says he doesn't know what the future holds and puts over various people in the back, including Triple H and Shawn Michaels. He's blindsided by Gregson Waller with a steel chair, who then puts him through the announce table. It's an angle, he's going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a lovely promo, though, the story of like getting turned away like many times yeah. and then getting brought back with no contract for dark matches, and then the crowd got him hired and whatnot. And yeah. I thought it was fantastic when he's like, I believe in this place. So much that I'm mm. going. <laughs> yeah, and him saying, look, I am still think I'm just a chubby kid from Ohio. All the stuff there. It's like, it's a real nice insight into the mind of a wrestler because we all assume they walk around going, I'm, I'm the mutts nuts, me. But even Gargano, who's done everything possible I'm in the NXT. And the Rock Strudel. And the Rock Strudel, yes. Uh, <laughs> is still there with these, like, nah, yeah. not sure what's going to happen now. Yeah. But at the same time, though, just watching as a, a fan, as a person, yeah, there's, there's nothing much for him to do now. No. Also, baby time soon for him. Oh, February, yeah, there's photos. Yeah. February. Yeah. That was good. He wore Candice LeRae's socks in his War Games match because she was missing the first... It was the first War Games match in the... It was the first War Games event she was missing. Hmm. So he wore socks so she'd be in the ring with him. I was like, oh, the Gargano. hope she didn't get cold feet. Because he'd taken her socks. Taken her socks? It had her face on for anybody... (laughs) For anybody confounded by Ross's wit there. (laughs) I could write NXT 2.0 me. I'd be confident doing that. Yeah, you could write with your left hand. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, so this is interesting because we literally don't know what's happening with Gargano. But it looks like, hey, he's going to lose to Grayson Waller maybe, then he'll leave. Or was it a ruse? Uh, is he going to stay? Maybe for like one more feud. Oh, yeah. And then maybe. I don't know. Because we just were tricked. Like, ha, ha, ha. You've got to, no, we've got to, we've got to say definitive things on the podcast here. Is he staring or is he going? He's gone. Is he staying or is he going? He's going after a short extension. I reckon he'll lose a match to Grayson Waller. Yeah. And then everyone will think he's staying because he's had that one more match. And we read the date sheets, and then he'll go. Yep. A little, so. a little extension. Because he signed a week extension. Like to go conservatory. Out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's in the conservatory era yeah. of his career. <laughs> and it, oh, it's an extender. Oh, yes. It's an extender. AW Dynamite. MGF's music opens the show in Long Island with an enormous pop. But wait, it's CM Punk. They actually uh, did it. They did it. Oh, oh, yes. oh, yes. It got me. Uh, I love that yeah. Tony's a nerdy, smarky nerd. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Punk says Chicago was a much louder place than Long Island and reveals a four pillars of AW shirt with Britt Baker replacing MJF. Is this a real shirt? Yes. Oh, okay, oh thank is you. it? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> it probably is now because if, yeah. if Punk wears a shirt, they'll want to sell it. Imagine, yeah. right, if Punk in his own time down, went down to Pro Wrestling Tees <laughs> in Chicago. He's like, hello there, Mr. Pro Wrestling Tees. I've got a great idea for Dynamite. Nope, don't tell a soul. Imagine Tony backstage. If anything, it just proves MJF right. Yeah. Right. Mm. He voiced it a come Tuesday there. <laughs> Gave up with halfway through a word. <laughs> Punk wants MGF in the ring, but he keeps running away. He says they're both going for the AW title, so why not fight for the shot? Yeah, and fight for the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was nice because they were like, what's going to happen with the crowd? Are they going to cheer MGF? Of course they're going to cheer MGF. It's Long Island. I didn't they think they would. 
But I'm, you know, I'm, I'm very happy they did. It, it was fantastic. For a really unique yeah. show. And like they got it out the way, so it wasn't like they were going to chat MJF during all the other matches. They had CM Punk come out, do the mm. thing, get all the references to the sports teams, and... We could mention the video package now if you want as well. The one immediately after this. Yeah, it was yes. after this anyway. Yeah, okay. It was MJF so had a sweet, sweet video package. It was so funny. I don't. I forgot to write it in, but it, yeah, yeah, it was really. He was good. part of the acapella group called the, the Acapellas. There's <laughs> <laughs> been there's been clips out on uh, Twitter, isn't there? Has that? And sing. I've seen. He's sung before. Was, yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah. The, the Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. <laughs> yeah, um, the bit where the guy's like, he got so many chicks, it was like awesome, dude. <laughs> <laughs> now it's beautiful, and crowd, yeah, loved him. Like, yeah, Jeff, he's our guy, and this sets up him coming up the Dynamite Diamond Battle Royal, which he's won twice already. And Matt Hardy eliminates Jay Lethal with brass knucks. Wardlow and Powerhouse Hobbs have a big hoss fight. MJF eliminates the Rush and the Johnsons. They try to eliminate Wardlow. But he accidentally, maybe not, eliminates Wardlow the outside as well. Dissension. Yeah. He also did it. <laughs> right. He also did a great bit where he was just hiding behind Wardlow after going through the middle of the rope mm. on the outside. They come out and like hit like Darius and they go back up. Yeah. The and the crowd goes, yeah, yeah, one more time, do it again. <laughs> MGF comes out, hits a board so that goes really behind him. Goes, yeah. That was nice. Uh, the final three are MGF, Dante Martin. I can call him Darius, I'm sorry. Dante and Ricky. But Martin blindsides his stable mate and eliminates him. MGF and Dante win and will wrestle for the diamond ring next week. After the match, Dante takes off his Team Taz armband and shakes MGF's hand. Starks it back in and beats down Dante. MGF looks like he's going to make the save, but joins in the beat. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was great. So CM Punk chases MGF away and helps Martin take care of Starks. So Dante yeah. Martin, I don't know whether he's a heel or a face or what. Oh, no. well, he joined Team Taz. It's like, yeah, it's going to stop Leo Rush. Leo was supposed to be a good guy, but he's got bad promos. But then he stopped joining Team Taz. He's like, oh, I'll be alright. He ain't got bad promos. He's got badly written promos. Bad Leo Rush, yeah. Yeah. That one last week was terrible. Yeah. I'll give you that one. Yeah, that was awful. What's your favourite pose, Bobby Lashley? That was fantastic, that. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it's like, Come on, Bob, show me your ass. Yeah. (laughs) I like it, though. He's breaking them up from within. That's what I think he's doing. No. Oh, yeah. Him and Hookle, (laughs) hand in hand, skip away to the sunset together. (laughs) <laughs> That's a nice image as well, I guess. Yeah. But, but yeah, this did what wanted to do, so MGF getting a hot win, set up next week. We're doing a good job of hyping up. And we've got some stuff for Team Taz. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I kind of believe how well it worked, the opening like parts of the show, like Punk yep. bleeding into MGF, and Punk's words making the crowd boom and then cheer MGF a bit harder. Yeah, I can't great. believe how well it worked. Genius. <laughs> Why don't WWE cater their shows to people's hometowns instead of ritually humiliating them in their hometowns? It'll never last. No, yeah. They'll be dead by next year, man. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, 2.0 joined forces with the acclaimed to take on Jurassic Express and Varsity Blondes. Danny Garcia tries to interfere, but Eddie Kingston runs out to stop him. Jungle Boy gets the win, which is a decent match. Uh, backstage, Eddie Kingston has a conversation with Ortiz and cuts a promo. We can't hear him. doesn't matter because 2.0 and Garcia chase after him. And they all have a big old pull-apart brawl. Yeah. So I'm guessing Eddie Kingston's going to team with Proud and Powerful because they've got history. Streets. And Eddie Kingston, I think, is like half Puerto Rican. I'm not sure. Puerto Rican. He wears the flag. He has the flag on his gear and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. Yes. Help me. Everything's no. all... I don't know. I'm not going to confirm if I don't know. I don't, yeah, okay. I've got no idea. Okay, Everything, fair enough. Everything's linked, isn't it? Mm. I don't know if it happens like all times of the year, but there was certainly a part of the year in 2020 where you had several storylines <laughs> that all just saw what went... Mm. And that's what this match was all about for me. Yeah, because Dynamite nowadays is setting up something on Rampage. 
and I'll maybe set something up for Dynamite next week. So it all goes places. Well, it doesn't all go places, but when it does, it's nice. Mm. It's all in sync. That's what I'm looking for. Ah. It's all Justin Timberlake. Yeah. The Young Bucks beat Chuck Taylor and Rocky Romero, with Adam Cole and Orange Cassidy also getting involved. The good guys are beaten down afterwards, but Trent returns to make the save. They're joined by Chris Statlander and his mum, Sue, and they all have a group hug in the ring. The mm. fact the crowd went wild upon seeing, I don't know what car it is, it's a Honda. Like people carry it. Sort of yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's fantastic. A mum car. Yeah. Just the fact that it went wild for the car. Sue's really over. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Rick Knox, though. Uh-oh. Needs to hang it up, doesn't he? In kayfabe, this oh. is. In kayfabe. Because the amount... I mean, it's not the first time shenanigans happen when Rick Knox is refereeing a tag team match, but the sheer amount of stuff... And it's obviously booked to, do, to go this way. I'm not saying he should, he's terrible at his job, but in the kayfabe, they, they book him to be really silly, don't they? And not realise a lot of things yeah. are going on all of the time. Like, he was the referee when um, uh, Cash Wheeler got pinned at the pay-per-view. Yeah. How he couldn't read... Just stuff like that. I've, Give I've, the guy I've, a helping hand, I mean, for goodness sake. You are right, but that enables commentators like Taz to get mad and go, this, this referee stinks. <laughs> got a bit of a juicy gossip. Um, a member of the office who I shan't name uh, really hates Bryce Remsberg's referee. <laughs> Says he does too much and makes it all about himself. And since he's noticed it, he can't like unsay it in Bryce's matches. So I bet he's not seen the Invisible Man versus Invisible Stan match, which was really Clearly good. Not. I love that match. Yeah. And I love Bryce. He's a he's a great ref. Yeah. I disagreed with this person. I also disagree with that. Yes. I like. Bryce. I barely noticed these referees. But unless they're flubbing. I will tell you who it is off air <laughs> juicy gossip I cannot wait for off air and the bunny and Penelope Penelope Ford Penelope 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 get in Ruby Soho's face backstage so she brawls with them Nyla Rose joins in Banner Jane take on to make the save sets up a six woman yeah. tag in the future again I'm, lots I'm of not, setting up rampage I'm not summarised that well so Nothing. the two heels come along and go when Nyla Rose wins, she's given us the first title shots. So we want to team with her in a six-woman tag against you, but you've got no friends. And Ruby they, Solo. You've got no friends. Yeah. And then ah. she has two friends who come and save her, oh. setting up the match. Wasn't the best promo segment. Anna no. Jay and Ty Conti walking around backstage with chairs. Well, because the, everyone else is brawling around the place. I, if I were AEW, I was backstage. I'd have a weapon as well. <laughs> maybe they were. Maybe they were off to hang out with the Dark Order. But there's so many of them. There weren't enough ah, seats. Yeah. And, oh yeah. I'll just go over to that side of the arena, and there's a couple of chairs over there. That's good because you know, know about being a wrestler backstage and needing a chair to sit. I don't down know about on. being a wrestler. Oh, stop that Sorry. now! <laughs> I don't even remember this Sorry. incident. I don't even remember doing it. Sorry. How easy is heat to get? Hey, now you know how easy uh, how uh, easy it is to get. You Honestly, stole Kurt thing. Angle's chair. Oh, I sat in an empty chair backstage. <laughs> Kurt went, oh, I've been on my feet all day. And as he was going down, Jack took the chair. If Kurt Angle said, was... excuse me, Jack the no. Jack, can I sit down? And I went, no, Kurt. No. Get out of my face, rookie. <laughs> See you in the ring, pal. And Kurt was like, what's that about, man? And then you said, ruthless aggression. <laughs> oh, God. I, obviously, had I known that Kurt Angle was looking for a chair... Would have given him a chair. He's in a lot of pain probably day to day. But I don't even remember the day. I don't remember <laughs> anything about this until Cody Rhodes grasped me up to the world. I don't, I don't remember this. Yeah. Ever. Anyway. Shocking behaviour. I saw the slap. It was amazing. <laughs> what, when Kurt when he, when, he slapped, when he slapped Kurt Angle. When Kurt oh. was like, oh, what's this about, man? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. slapped him. <laughs> Knocked his gum shield flying. I thought it was going to be the next John Cena. <laughs> Sammy Guevara is about to be interviewed by Tony Schiavone, 
but Cody Rhodes interrupts. Oh, to tell us a good story oh, about man. Jack. I love this promo, me. He says from one good guy to another. <laughs> he wants to face Sammy on the Christmas Day edition of Rampage. Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky appear in the stands and say that Sammy is too afraid to face them. They didn't need to be here for this promo. No, really. They were there to say, Dan Lambert's coming back. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Cheers for letting us know, lads. Cody also nearly went down the heel tunnel yeah, he and went, did. oh. <laughs> went down the face oh, one. God. Is it too, too over the top for you? head, on the nose, sorry. That's really? Just, you get it? I'd like it if he'd been a bit more subtle with the turn, but... Every week she go through a flaming table, so it <laughs> means he's arm. not able to talk. You see his arm? Yeah. It's huge. He's been in the gym. <laughs> the burns. The, My God. The adrenaline <laughs> in his soul. <laughs> yeah, no, it looked, it looked a bit gnarly. It looked gnarly. Mm. Good. Manning on fire be. will do that to you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I liked it. You need to get on board with the, the roller coaster. It's a mate. Oh. That was MJF's thing. It wasn't MJF's thing. MJF's thing. It was MJF's thing. I was about to say, I thought it was amazing how he went through that last week and then this week he came out and got booed, but I guess they were in <laughs> MJF's hometown. In Long Island's near chance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rio faces Jamie Hayter and wins. A good match. But Britt Baker attacks off the bell and puts on the lockjaw. Jamie Hayter not reacting to a Rio dive off the top rope to the floor. Is up there for my move of the week, even though it's not a move. It's just Jamie Hayter stand yeah. still because she's pure massive and hard on that. Yeah. Um, another another back. This was just a night of back and forth matchups. So lots was. lots of good wrestling. The crucifix the crucifix bomb. I've done mm. it come Tuesday again. My voice is given up. Uh, cu- uh, that that thing to, to to lead into the the final fall. That was that was good. That a worthy ma- move to end the match. Save me, Jesus. <laughs> Tell <West>. you what. <laughs> J- <laughs> when, when like dynamite's on. And like Twitter, normally my feed, I'll see accounts that are like usually very, very, you know, left leaning in their views, don't want to say anything that will offend anybody. Jamie Hayter comes on screen, all that goes out the window, and everyone becomes really horny. <laughs> it's just bizarre. It's just really weird. Suddenly, no one it's cares. It's disgusting behavior, that, isn't it? Really? Just, no People on podcasts, you just watch what they're saying, really. <laughs> Taz announces <laughs> that on that this. How did come about again? How did that all start? I just remember going, fwah! <laughs> That was the running joke. But it's not just... It's not just... Yeah, but then I ran it in the ground and be like, Ma- all right, no, shut up, idiot. It's not just Matthew, though. It's like everyone. <laughs> everyone fancies Jamie Hayter. You thirsty bitches. <laughs> Speaking uh, of... Uh, I was about to call you thirsty traps, but that, that would be Jamie Hayter in this situation. Thirst trap is a, thirst is a photo trap. that you deliberately post to get likes because of your sick body. I can't... I don't, I if can't do gym, Jack knows. Gym people do it. Gym people do it. Yes. Jim Never guess what I saw this morning round there, what round did, the back of the building. Back of this building? It was a, imagine a swan, right? A fully grown swan. Okay. But it had a black bill. Okay. It had like dark grey feathers and it had like dark legs. Wow. Heel swan. NW, <laughs> NWO <laughs> swan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I asked upstairs and nobody could figure out what it was. It was literally, if, it's, if it was stood next to me, stood up, its yeah, head yeah. would be like nibble high. What? It was massive. Whoa. Imagine a fully grown swan. All right. Black bill, dark Black legs, bill. dark greyish okay. feathers. It sounds like the elite hunter swan. <laughs> I'd have been scared. I, wa- I had to park my car and walk to Tesco. And it was like... <laughs> hey, you're the- in a car and you could... <laughs> it was like on the road like where I had to drive past it and park. I was so worried that when I came back out, it would just be hovering next to my car because it thought it was a swan or something because it's white. <laughs> it's like I have to fight past this NWO um, bird. I mean, there are swans down in the Usburn. Yeah, but not with a black bill. Yeah, like I was not heel ones. Maybe it could have been a baby swan, but I was like, it was like literally the the size of a full grown swan. Wow! I'm going to sneeze in a second. Elephant. Wow! Elephant. 
Trumpeter Swan. Oh, go on. Darker feathers. Oh, there, yeah. no, maybe, maybe it's on the way to being that. Maybe, yeah. maybe. Oh. What was that again? A trumpeter swan. A trumpeter swan. Did have a trumpet with it? <laughs> That's how you can tell. Oh, no, found in North America. Oh. <laughs> oh, she's on his holidays. But they have to fly south for the winter. Maybe that oh. one's just a bit stupid. Yeah. <laughs> He's looking at his map going, oh, no. Taz announces that on this week's front page. Hook will make his in-ring debut. Not just that, Matthew. The cold-hearted, handsome devil makes his that debut goes without saying, doesn't it, really? Imagine your own father speaking about you like that. He's, well, <laughs> you say that and go, that's weird, and you see him and go, all right, fair enough. He's, he's cold-hearted because he literally doesn't care about action figures and stuff. He just doesn't care about stuff. So it's just he doesn't <laughs> want to be on any vlogs, yeah. like Taz, who does not want to be on any of them. He cares uh, about Dante Martin. Yeah. Fancy a crisp? Yeah. Sorry, fancy a chip. potato chip? <laughs> it worked, didn't it? Go on. All, All right, right. cheers, Hook. You take on Fuego del Sol. He's gonna batter was, him. He's dead. He's gonna batter him. Fuego del Sol. I've never liked you. Just want to point that out. Oh. <laughs> the uh, male Jamie Hader, because when he's on screen, the same thing happens yeah. to the timeline. <laughs> Next, the Varsity Blondes are about to be interviewed, but the lights go down and Malachi Black appears. He spits mist in Julia Hart's face and disappears. I'm blind, wow. man. I'm blind. That's dastardly. When oh. you do something like that to a woman like Julia Hart. He's gone down in my estimation now. Well, that was the point. That's the, yeah, that that's the point. Yeah. I did it, yeah. Can you please boo this man? Yeah. Crowd like, no. We're going to take the young, innocent-looking cheerleader one and have the, this guy blinder. Yeah, it's like a horror film. It's wrestling 101. <laughs> <laughs> First rule of wrestling in school. <laughs> Brian Danielson beats John Silver by submission after getting a lot of offense in. Mm. You, mm, yeah, he long. did. I should have pointed that out. Sorry, yeah. I've undersold I, I will anyway. Don't mm. worry. Brian gets on the mic. And remembers that he promised to kick Silver's head in, and does so even if, even as he's being checked over by the medical team. Hammond Page arrives to make the save and says that he's going to stomp the cowboy come Tuesday out of Brian. <laughs> come winter is coming. Mm. I said come three times in one sentence. There. <laughs> but it, Sorry, but in, in three different ways. Yes, <laughs> ironic oh. that Wang Man would be doing that. The Wang Man. Wang Man. <laughs> They've changed that now. <laughs> uh. no, no. Brian Danielson himself noticed it. Why does it say Wang Man? <laughs> it was yeah. good, another good back and forth professional wrestling match mm-hmm. on this show yep. of many good back and forth professional wrestling yeah, matches. Just setting up set up show for Rampage and Dynamite next week, so satisfactory. Worth it watching the MGF stuff and CM Punk. Yeah. The Some, power bomb. Sorry, go on. Sorry. I was just saying sometimes when like when WWE are in between two pay-per-views, you get a sense they're spinning their wheels to get to the next mm. one. Sometimes when AEW are between two, you get the same sense sometimes, but because there's longer gaps. They have like mini rises in between, and sometimes they really yeah. hit their groove. And I think we're approaching that time right about now, guys. Yeah. Ross, what are you saying about Powerball? <laughs> Good, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> the reversal one where he jumped off the top rope and then straddled mm. his legs akimbo and then bang! Was it your move of the week? It's not. What was? It was Fabian Eichner. Wait. You said it was on a contender. Years ago. You said it wasn't. Did not? You said it was on the contendership. You, say, you, you couldn't oh, remember. Yeah. And well, now it's I've, one. I've maybe waited at the bottom of the list now. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, I've been watching. <laughs> Thanks, I've Ross. had the busiest week of my life. I've been, oh, I've been this, busy. Yes, people don't know, like, Ross is just <laughs> feeling the effects of what is a very busy period for him right now. Yeah. So. It's always the same every Christmas. It's fine. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But Jack's made it a bit, help, bit better this year by doing on some, taking on some tearless research. <laughs> finally nice finally chipped in. Finally this pulled year. his finger on it. Earning his keep. Well, Ross said that Ross was telling me how much he had to do. He wasn't doing it in a look how much I've got to do it. He was just saying, you know, he was just saying like, 
He just said, no, he just said, I've got to do this and this and this. And I was like, well, I can do that for you. And he's like, no, it's all right. And I asked about four times because I thought, that's a lot. That's quite a lot of work. So I've taken on a bit of it. All right. Thank you. That's all right. Don't worry. Much appreciated. But T- I watched, teamwork. I, to be honest, I watched the, uh, this wrestling at, at the quickest pace I've ever watched wrestling in my life. So I forgot what happened like later down in my notes there. So It was Eichner. Eichner. That, that springboard off the top of the floor. Yeah, I'm glad that that, of all the wrestling you watched this week, that was so impressive you remembered it. Yes. Yeah. After I read it again. After you read it again. <laughs> Sounds like the week in wrestling, doesn't it? Yes. Uh, can we have a little break after this segment, guys? I think we should have a break and you can tell me that thing you were going to tell me off the air. <laughs> Let's have a rummage in our mail bags. <laughs> ah. Let's have a little look in the mailbag. Hello, you perfect specimens of British culture. Oh, Thank you. I was recently re-watching an episode of SmackDown from 2014, the one after Survivor Series where Daniel Bryan came back and the New Day debuted. This was the only TV taping I've been to for a wrestling show, so I gave it a watch. So I give it a watch every once in a while. Mm. The night before on Raw, Bryan made Kane work the concession stand, giving out hot dogs and nachos to folk. Fun fact... The concession stand manager was the future Sarah Logan. Ross, that's a fun fact of Ross, is that? Sometimes yeah. he, so yeah. he brings that out, yeah. She brought up when Gargano was on SmackDown on Twitter this week as well, didn't you? As the weird thing. Lichtenstein. Oh, yeah, the, the champion of Lichtenstein. <laughs> yeah. I forget his name. Cedric von something. Yeah. Von Wagner. Von Wagner. <laughs> when Kane came Come up... Tuesday, Halsen. <laughs> had Halsen in the, the second part of the second name. Or oh, third name, sorry. Yeah. The surname, I should just say. Carry on, Matthew. Thank you. When Kane came out to wrestle, the crowd started chanting, we want hot dogs, clap, clap, clap. It still puts a smile on my face, thinking about it years later. My question for you lads is, what is the most interesting, unique, or oddly specific chant you have heard or participated in at a wrestling show? Thanks for all the fantastic content you lot have put out over the years. I've been watching since the redacted days and have been a supporter of Cultaholic from day one. Well, that'd be a few weeks' time then. <laughs> Streaming live on Peacock. Oh, no. This podcast <laughs> is actually how I discovered Mafu. That's how I'm watching Botchy Mania. Oh, thank you. You're I've welcome, Mafu. Ever... <laughs> I've been hooked ever since. All the best and the happiest of holidays, Gus from Indiana. You as well, thank Gus. You, Gus. What a lovely message. All Aww. the best, Gus. So, most unique, interesting, or oddly specific chance you have heard at wrestling shows. I've got two. Go on. Uh, one was courtesy of Ross. We were at an NXT house show in Newcastle. Oh, yeah, yeah. And... Bull Fit was making his entrance, yes. and Ross decided to shout something that rhymed with fit, with, which made sense with the word bull before it. And there were some girls in the robe below who found Ross, oh, hilarious. <laughs> really, really found us All funny. night long. And tell you what, this was before we were on video. We weren't. We weren't. I could have charged a fee for the people in the robe. <laughs> <laughs> I gave them a solid two hours worth of entertainment. Not in an annoying way. Uh. We were enhancing that. Well, Ross mainly was enhancing their experience. I chimed in. With, there was an Oscar's going to kill you chant, and then it stopped, and I went, she might not. And then it got a bit of a laugh as well. Oh, oh well. you wacky character. I was more of a sidekick. I was more, you know. Yeah. But um, this... <laughs> God <laughs> more sake. So was, if you um, were on the mm-hmm. second back row, <laughs> on the side directly opposite the Tron at the NXT house show in December of 2015. Oh, God, yeah. Mm. Me and him were there. Mm. <laughs> um... And the other one was uh, during my sort of indie phase a few years ago. I went to an Attack Pro show in Cheltenham. Oh, yeah. And uh, in like the pub that they do that in, in the barn around the back of the pub. And um, I started a slow motion, this is awesome chant during a slow motion segment, uh, which isn't original. I've seen it happen before, hmm. but 
God, everyone seemed to think it was... No one else had seen that YouTube video of the PWG clip or whatever. So I felt very clever indeed. This has been a very self-serving answer to this question. Oh, you haven't heard mine yet. Okay. I've not even got one from wrestling. I'm going to tell one from football. Okay. I went to Manchester City away. Yeah. In the 12-13 season, watching Newcastle United get beat 4-0 by Manchester City. Around the time, Joe Hart was sponsored by Head & Shoulders. So Ross, who was in the front row at the Etihad Stadium, started a chant, which got chanted by upwards, right? I'm not even joking. About 500 Newcastle fans, I reckon. Joe Hart, he's got a flaky scalp. He's got a flaky scalp. He's got a flaky scalp. I've never been proud in all my days. About 500 people, well I reckon. Done, mate. As far as I could see up there, because I was on the front row. That's good. Joe though, Hart didn't really... turn around though. Oh. If Newcastle had like a him. shot, it might have worked, but I don't think we had a seen, shot that day. I've seen another one of Joe Hart's as well, which is no, 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 dandruff, no, no. Because he uses head and shoulders. Yeah. Mm. I was just like, you know, you must we have lose millions. every week. We lose every week. Oh, crap. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, rest, yeah. Sorry. You, um, oh, specifically off the top of my head, because looking at, you know, on the stay and blah, blah, blah. When I went to Progress, Manchester, years and years ago, my good mates from Bishop Auckland, I think listens to some of these sometimes, to see CCK versus LAX. It's not proud and powerful. Oh, the really good match. Yeah, mm. and also the match before that was Tyler Bate versus Ilya Dragunov. And it's because it was in, must have been December or late November, um, the Ogdens were there, the, the scourge of the British wrestling scene with their chance. The and they started going, feed the... Is that not a YouTuber? Og- no, the Ogdens, no. Yeah, Thogden. Oh, it's Thogden. Oh, O-G, <laughs> D-E-N-S. Um, so they're going, feed the world. Do they know it's Ilya time? Okay. That word. Oh. That's pretty good, that. Could I thought it was going to be one that you, because having attended a couple I can't of repeat most of the ones small I've wrestling shows with you before, no, no. you are vicious to heels. You are vicious. Oh, the one I chanted at uh, one of the guys at Rad Pro. Oh, God, he's a Rad Pro. And uh, the guy came out and was getting no pop rock whatsoever. I was hungover. <laughs> didn't want to be there. I was there because my mate was training there and he was on the show and he didn't do anything. So I was like, I've been, I've been lied to here. So he's like, yeah, I'm the best me. And he had uh, dyed hair, wasn't in the best physical condition. I started trying midlife crisis. As oh as my God. <laughs> and he turned and looked at me disgustingly and then everyone joined in because it was true. I got <laughs> swept up once by Matthew's bravado at wrestling shows. And you know Rio, the UK women's wrestler, she wears purple and gold. So I said she looked like an eclair because she looked like an, a Cadbury's eclair. Which and she stared at me, and I nearly wet myself. It was very scary. <laughs> I realised she could beat me up now if she wanted to. Yeah. And I thought I'm not going to stand with Matthew at any more shows. He's a bad influence on me. Oh, so you're not saying I joined in one of Matthew's chants. I just yelled that because Matthew was there. Just, impress, <laughs> just, to, just, just to impress you. At, um, impress it was the one in digital. When there was... Oh, Tidal? Yeah. yeah. Tidal. Tidal's... Um, um, Tidal <laughs> continuously is like, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll run Newcastle. Be all right. Mm. And 15 people were there. There was a go-kart or a little dodge. Good show. There was Good. A little, Wrestlers really worked their asses off. There was off. a little dodge and you knew that when all the wrestlers came in, they were all fighting over who got to do the dodge spot. And yes, someone got ran over with the dodge It was brilliant. <laughs> it was not Joe Gacy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was it, actually. In Dub X Dub, a.k.a. the last event that happened before the world ended. Then mm. CCW, it was Joe Gacy versus Anthony Green. Anthony Green's come and gone since NXT. And I got go on, lads. Laying the law, once again, prepare for war, CCW. The CCW thing, because Joe Gacy was CCW. Uh, Did it go down well? Joe Gacy turned around like, so it was me, I went. Mm. 
<laughs> One of the best ones awesome. I've seen was the clip of the old Seth Rollins match where he's Tyler Black and Chuck Taylor starts his own chant, which is, let's go, go Chuck Taylor, Taylor. You're, you're the, the best wrestler in the world. You're in way better yeah. shape than Tyler Black. Yeah. And then Henry, now wrestler, yeah. uh, started that chant at a Chuck Taylor match and Chuck Taylor sort of appreciated it and the crowd all were like, wait, yeah, yeah enjoyed that. Yeah, like, thank you. Tip the heart. Mm. Yeah, it's always fun going to wrestling show and being a complete arsehole. <laughs> Good morning, lads. I'm writing this to you, uh, having just arrived home from a night of drinks with an old friend of mine in our hometown of Dublin. Ah. When I was waiting on my or for my bus home, it started to rain, so I thought I'd grab one more rum and coke in a nearby pub. Once I finished my drink, I headed to the bathroom and I saw none other than Newcastle travel expert Chris Jericho <laughs> having some drinks with local wrestlers and Will Ospreay. Who, as I was arriving, some local wrestlers. Wait a minute, what? Who, as I was arriving, was laughing way too much at something Chris had just said. <laughs> For a split second, I considered approaching them, and I thought, "Mate, you're drunk, and you definitely bring up Jericho's political beliefs." So I decided not to. So my question to you, fine gentlemen, is: Have you ever seen a wrestler while drunk and decided against approaching them, or have you ever done so, and how did it go? Sorry if this email is a bit long. I love the podcast and all the stuff you guys do. Keep up the great work. From Jay, P.S. I like a relaxing bath too, Matthew. Yes. Oh, yes. Jay. He had me until that last sentence there. Yeah. Sorry, he's called Jay. He's from Jay. Dublin. No. It's not. It's not your boy. No, I don't no. think it is. No. He, wouldn't, he wouldn't call himself just Jay. <laughs> he's your boy, watch, Jay Hunter. He wouldn't watch Cult Holic either. Oh. <laughs> they are so, very good. Oh, yeah, no, I love, very, I love them. Oh, I love but, them as uh, well. Don't like us, I don't think. Heroes are mine. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Do you think it's actually heat? Or no, no, that's the thing. Oh, okay. You said that now. I'm like, is there heat? Nah, they don't care about us, do they? They're too important for that. They're very yeah. a, a barnacle on their proverbial <laughs> whale's body. That, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely analogy. <laughs> I do have one sad example that sadly comes right to the top of my head thinking about that. Mm. So it was after a WCPW show. Uh oh. And it involved, uh, yeah, we're at a bar afterwards. And I've, I've had a few because, you know, there's all these big old lads. I'm like, I can drink. And uh, Joe Henry was there. And I'm trying to think of all the stuff I could say. Wow, Joe Henry, you're great. Oh, your entrance is before. Had I, you I, met I thought, him, you I met thought him before? before. Oh, you met him before. But inexplicably, I guess, my, I didn't even, like, I'd had way too much to drink, I think. But without even realizing, I opened my mouth and went, Joe, you're, you're a few of Lionheart's crap. Why did you do that? Because it was, but I don't no, know what, no. I, I didn't mean to say it. <laughs> I was thinking it. I went, hey, Joe, is that, that's a thought I wanted now, to Now, that doesn't sound like in you, person. <laughs> But in person, I'm the bar of the show. You're like, yo, like, just let me just, you know. This and is... he went, all right. I went, oh, God, sorry. I just apologize. But it, 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 I didn't even mean to say it, but it just, this is just jo- escaped my mouth. This is Joe Henry. And his feud with Lionheart was rubbish. Heavyweight Commonwealth wrestler. Who can, I know, right. Like, you know, fold uh, us all just, into pieces if he wanted. He's chopped you. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. He chopped Adam even harder. It was Ooh. incredible. He's picked me up, Good. for goodness sake. Oh, yeah. When I was fatter yeah. than this. With ease. My arse, like, my arse what way? To do the fall away? He didn't hit the fall away. They were in a small studio. Oh, okay. <laughs> he, did it, he did it twice. And on both occasions, my full arse fell out. <laughs> my full arse <laughs> fell out. And you know what? You still didn't feel or look as foolish as me saying <laughs> that to him. I was, I was like, what am I doing here? Like, keep it for Twitter, you idiot. And uh, yeah, it's moved on. I love his new gimme. He's funny again. It's good. I haven't seen much of his new He's story. in Weezer. Well, he comes oh. out of the sea lifting dumbbells. <laughs> like, oh. he emerges from the sea and hash pipes playing in the background. It's just ding, 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 ding. I already love it. Oh. He's nice. blonde now. 
good. Yeah. yeah. It's like like uh, Dull Hudson. <laughs> He's the very antithesis. antithesis. So, moving away from me making a tip myself for Joe Hendry, are there any other examples of you going, I should say something? Like that scene from Father Ted where he sees the guy from One Foot in the Grave and I'll say his catchphrase. Do you know what he'd love? (laughs) You know what? what? I bet no one's ever done that before. Um, I can't think of one. He's going to be on the next series of Taskmaster, Dougal. Is he? Yes. Sorry. Ah. I just think about that night. I think it was the NXT house show that you've often mentioned, but well, not often mentioned, mm. but you mentioned on the podcast where all the NXT lads were in that. Was it in the Globe? No, it was the Head of Steam. Head of Steam. That is the story. I haven't got one. Mm. I don't know what to say. That's fine. Uh, I've told you. Because it, that just proves you're more sensible than anyone. I was expecting you to say some words about Baron Corbin and Head of Steam. But it was a nice story because it was like, <laughs> oh, man, we watch, your we watch your videos every Wednesday. Oh, thank you. Oh. Lying get. <laughs> I appreciate the lie. So. Um, Again, the theory about that is just for more back, just for your answer. Then was all the local promoters who were near me, like I won't say the names, but like they did local shows, and all they were doing was, yeah, whatever NXT, this, just obviously anything comes along on their territory. Mm. Yeah, it's definitely the same thing, isn't it? WWE and you know thirty people in one of the little town halls. Oh, that show, uh, we've had better shows than that. We also had some of those talent a lot cheaper than they probably were tonight as well. Uh, Crap on everybody. Ah, Smojo, never heard of him. Baron Corbin, whatever. And then Robbie Brookside showed up. And they're like, Robbie Brookside! <laughs> like, glasses steaming up and then wiping it going, oh, goes up, we're a big fan. You know, just they stopped being like, you know, promoters and yeah. wow, we're tough, us lads and all this stuff and just start marking out like kids <laughs> saying their childhood favourite, Robbie Brookside walking in. Lovely, fair yeah. memory. I've told mine before, but I saw Pac really drunk in Newcastle once. But he was really drunk. I was drunk, but he was really drunk. I didn't go over but it was a case of like he looks a lot like Pac, and then it was. But that's it. I've not. I've not like. I think I, I was right not to approach him then. So yeah. Well, you were really cautious about approaching wrestlers for a while because I remember how nervous you were about going to some indie shows down eh? south because you were like. No, that's the fans. <laughs> oh, it's not the wrestlers. Was, just the no, fans. I was. Worried, oh, okay. I was more worried about interacting with fans, the cool fans who potentially hated me for being. Ah. Big YouTube boy, yeah. what culture? And I thought. Like, they never had that with wrestlers though. Nah, oh, okay. largely been very sound. Yeah, I I made a point of shaking Bubba Ray Dudley's hand first, going up to him and doing it, and I was terrified. But it worked because the next day he called me kid, and I thought, get in, he's not going to eat me. <laughs> That's one. I don't think I ever told. Have I told this in the podcast before about my little back and forth with Bubba Ray Dudley backstage? Yeah, Bully Ray. When I had to go and get Matt Hardy for a, yeah. a little skit we did, and he was he saw me, and he was like, "Is that the guy who buries everyone?" Oh. Like, that could and be sh- me, it could be you. Again. More likely be you. <laughs> yeah. Wait, 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 which name's to say? Oh, yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that wasn't because of the wrestlers. Anytime a wrestler's come up to me and said, like, are you that guy? I was going, yeah. <laughs> oh. And they're going, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I got terrible imposter. I get terrible imposter syndrome anywhere, but backstage at the... The wrestling shows, I was like a timid you, little mouse. You do feel like a Bless spare you. part as well, because everyone's yeah. rushing around and doing stuff or talking about important parts of the show, and then you're like... I felt like backstage I'm on the wrestling YouTube. show. I'm on YouTube. 
Like, you're only walking down Northumberland Street. Oh, you see no. a bunch of frat boys. <laughs> no, why is he No, you won't get this. <laughs> this is a call forward, I think you'll this find. This is a call, call forward. Back. Watch out for the frat boy references on the tier list. No, you're walking down Northumberland yeah. Street and you see the students who are taller than you, got lovely hair, or laddie lads yeah. and whatnot. Go and do a diddy diddy dum diddy jackets on and whatnot. It's the fact that he referred to them as the frat boys. The frat boys. The frat boys All those English frats that are been a topic uh, of discussion during the, the entrance theme tier list because sometimes I just wearing the theme. togas and spanking each other with paddles. And... You know the type. Yeah, she brought this up last week as well. Then when I thought a thingy forward last week you're talking about it's such a good theme. You ought to put on the music to pretend that you can't hear the frat that was boys. It. Yeah, that yeah. Was it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just past the frat boys. The but that was off camera because this is a call forwards. Oh, yeah, I was oh, off camera. Oh, don't worry. Oh, no, he's been brought it up now. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, where was that going? Yeah, I felt like the, 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 the wrestlers were the frat boys, and that was the the musicless. Pauper. He needed some wrestling themes on in his ears to to march past the frat boys. Yeah, I love it. I can't wait for that tier list. Just it's, on, it's, on all, it's on all. Of, it's on all of them. We mentioned it on. Well, Ross mentions it on all of them. Yeah. We even come up with the the frat boy no. penetration scale, which out of, of context, out of context, sounds terrible. But it's all about infiltrating the frat boy circle by way of putting music in your ears and feeling more confident. This is very much when you're at the top of Northumberland Street, the Haymarket end, yeah. where the frat boys reside because it's near the Five Swans. That's the frat boy penetration scale. <laughs> then you can get to the safety of the monument and five guys, and you're, you're back with the locals again. So, for example... Between the five guys and the frat guys. Yeah. Here yeah, I yeah, am, yeah. stuck what, in the middle of you. What WCPW <laughs> theme could see you put it on, a bit loud in your head, and then walk through a brick wall? <laughs> a WCPW theme? Aye. Oh, um, Probably Drew McIntyre's. Rampage. Halloween. Yeah, one of those ones. Oh, yeah. Adam oh, Pacini's. Yeah. <laughs> it was genuinely like a banger. Um, not mine. Kirby's. Kirby's, yeah. Do, Joseph do, Connors. Do, do, do. Yeah. If I put Kirby's on a walk like him, though, I'm not sure that's going to intimidate what? or impress. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just sliding through like that. Uh, All right, so Joseph Connors is, I would say, top tier on the frat boy penetration scale. One Good. more day. Yes, and I'd say that because we... I'm, I'm saying that as well because it means we could have him on the, the podcast next week. I'm just kidding, <laughs> Anyway, hey lads, just want to say, start by saying how much I look forward to the podcast every week. I'm a postman. I listen to the podcast every Saturday. I walk my dogs early in the morning before I go to the gym, and then off to work. It sounds like park life. The dog walk <laughs> normally gets me to the end of the Hall of Fame segment. Then when I'm on delivery, I finish it off. Wait, It really podcast, helps to pass the time whilst I'm delivering. The podcast sees him through walking the dogs, the gym, and his shift. These <laughs> podcasts are long. <laughs> I deliver I lived a lot of the blocks of flats, so I'm glad they're he'll distracted. Be he'll be listening to this this Saturday when he's delivering the... This will be a meta moment. Oh, yeah. Hope you're doing well. Yes, watch, out, watch out for that leaf watch there. Out. Don't oh, slip. Oh, oh. Mind that ice. Yeah. yeah. yeah that make sure it's a car! <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Next, now to my question. After last week's talk of Big Daddy, Giant Haystacks, and Kendo Nagasaki, it reminded me of the strangest slash stupidest angles I can remember seeing in all my years of watching wrestling. 34 years and counting. During a tag team match, I remember this, between Kendo Nagasaki and Blondie Barrett versus Robbie Brookside and Stephen Regal. Not Robbie Brookside. Oh. I was going to say. <laughs> why, why? <laughs> Brookside unmasked Kendo who then proceeded to hypnotize Brookside into attacking his own partner. <laughs> oh. So my question is, has there ever been an angle that was too strange slash stupid, even for you? Mm. All the best, lads. Neil from Haxby in York. Neil, thank you very much. This is your WrestleMania season. Bless you. Working the Royal Mail. Yeah, a lot of yeah. people doing Deliveroo and all that. Thank you very much for your hard work. Yes. That goes yeah. unthanked by most. But we appreciate you, Neil. Absolutely. 
just make sure you knock on people's doors but put that thing in saying I knocked anyone in and <laughs> all the best pal Matthew just airing his grievances just saying <laughs> all it takes is one postman to do that and you're like oh I hate all of you but anyway yeah worst uh, no, how does Hermes get away with it eh? <laughs> it's a topic for another day yeah. uh, strange or stupid angles even for you in wrestling we've got most of the, the Fiend from the last two years mm, yeah and Alexa Bliss yeah because it's like I remember reading when he got released and all this stuff blah blah this and that and it was like oh yeah there wasn't any payoff there wasn't any like and then I'll end with this it was just let's just write this and it'll go someplace and it went nowhere mine was a, around the same time but it was a smaller part of the show it was the feud between the Street Profits and the Viking Raiders oh. where every week they were doing a different sport or activity and the bowling one took the cake for me. That was way too long. The the turkey legs in the kitchen and then the woman who worked there fancied Ivar, but not Eric, and she made that clear. And when you're cute though, Ivar, you can stay. And then they, it all culminated in that match, but they never had a match. They just fell in a bin wagon. <laughs> they fell in a bin wagon. The bin wagon, they found a... Uh, the Star Wars monster. The Star Wars monster, and it faded to black, and then it was never brought up again. Yeah. Yeah. We watched that. Man. We watch all so that those was, segments. And then I, I really like ripped into it on Twitter and it it, caught, it was divisive. Some people were like, nah, it was just a bit of banter. It's weird, isn't it? Because I'll see some of these, these segments and go, like whenever Riddle, before he hooked up with Randy and go, these are some of the worst bits I've ever seen. People go, all I see is, Randy's, oh, sorry, Riddle's so hilarious and funny. I'm like, oh, okay, well, just agree to disagree then. Yeah. Yeah. What's yours? I was going to go for Rand, uh, the whole Alexa embrace stuff. Yeah. It wasn't like I used to say, like they were doing the best they could, but what they were having yeah, them doing yeah. was like pretty naff. That's the most recent example that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of it, like any others. But there's got to be millions. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It's pro got. wrestling, isn't it? You can do a tier list of worst to be moments. <laughs> how scared. How, scared. Long, how long do we have? <laughs> <laughs> and then do, a, then do a one minute long of AW's worst moments. There wouldn't be <laughs> one. Not even the Nightmare Collective would be in there because that was fantastic. Right. And it will be like, that time the Young Bucks only had a four-star match. <laughs> 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 uh, I agreed with Steve from OSW the other day. What? On Twitter, he, he tweeted... Uh, Just a Christmas miracle. ...a picture of FDR and said that you should have as much screen time as the Young Bucks. And I'm like, oh, yes, Steve. Yeah. Oh, well, to Neil and everybody else, thank you very much for all those magnificent questions and thoughts. Please keep them coming. I send them to mailbag at goholic.com. Mm. Uh, yeah, get Neil to deliver them via the post. Yes, you can. That's how emails work. Oh, terrible. <laughs> Beyond awful, you stupid idiot. Stop talking. Thank you very much. We'll love you. Goodbye. Ah, nice relaxing mm. wrist piss to all the other bowel movements we've had this bloody week. Salutations, my dear Colorholic podcast host. Since it's now December, I thought it would be fitting to get the holiday spirit, and what better way to get to do that is by talking about the only thing that matters at a time like this. That's right, the gifts. Below is a list of various wrestling-related gifts mm. that you get to choose which one you would prefer to have. I hope you lads enjoy. Okay. okay. So, fastest thought first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, crack open a couple of Steve Weisers with good old Stone Cold or have a ravioli dinner with Kevin Nash. Stone Cold. <sighs> ravioli with Kevin Nash, isn't it? <sighs> yeah, it's got to be the ravioli. And you get a tour to Kevin Nash. <laughs> a purple-headed, <laughs> the colour on that. It's anyway, Gargano's restaurant, no less. They could redo that now. <laughs> Yay! Uh, tickets to a baseball game with Abe Knuckleball Schwartz or tickets to a hockey game with the Goon. Well, really going to the Russell crap here. Oh. Um... Hockey games are shorter. I would go to the hockey game. Yeah, they, don't baseball games last forever? 
nine innings. Oof. Oh, that's too long. Too long. Depends for... on how quickly they get them out, guys. Game of overhyped rounders. Oh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you tell them. Hockey all the way. Absolutely. Hockey, punch, punch. I don't mean that. I've never watched baseball in my entire life. I know more about baseball than hockey, but I would still go for the hockey game. I'll watch the documentaries about stuff on yeah, baseball, up, like up all near... the roids, because that's the wrestling connection, Isn't I hockey guess. quite big up near where you are from, Richard? The, yeah, the, the what are they called? The team? The Vipers? No, the Vipers Newcastle. The Warriors, the the, the Whitley Bay Warriors. Yes. Boo. It's a derby, I guess. I don't know. MGF's Dynamite Diamond Ring or Hulk Hogan's Magic WWE Hall of Fame. I forgot about that Hall of Fame ring that powered up a bit to choke some AJ Styles. Which reminds me of oh, wow, yeah. when Marge and Homer Simpson are talking about their special rings and Bart and Lisa go, yeah. Woo. <laughs> and I'll go for the Hulk Hogan's. It gives you magic powers, so I'll go for Hulk Hogan's. That's right. And you can probably fetch us more on eBay. That makes more sense, so I'll go for that one. Uh, MJF, because no to Hogan. Christmas dinner with The Undertaker or a traditional Hanukkah feast with Goldberg. What is involved in a Hanukkah feast? I actually don't know a typical Hanukkah feast. That sounds nice, though. But I love Christmas dinner, so I'm going for that. You oh, know, but with The Undertaker. Yeah, we wouldn't talk. We'd have nothing in common. Oh, no. <laughs> he would, I reckon he would burn everything, The Undertaker. He wouldn't let me in. He'd say, well, I'd talk about video games. He'd be like, all right, get out. Just the turkey would be charcoal black. He'd keep you whiskeyed up, wouldn't he? Or would you have to buy him whiskey for every minor indiscretion? The wrestler shot as well. He'd force you to do them to prove uh, you're a real man. Uh, Rookie, you've picked up the fork before the knife. <laughs> now we're going to have to beat you. <laughs> now you he Wrestler's could... caught tomorrow morning. He wouldn't let you play games after Christmas dinner. No. you have to oh, sit there and yeah. drink and shove needles in your ass and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go for, I'll go for Allegedly. a Goldberg one because um, it's, it's something new. Hanukkah, Mazel Tov, yeah. Uh, tickets to a baseball... You didn't pick one. Where are you going? You said Hanukkah muzzles. All right, sorry. On, is that the same one twice? It is the same one twice. Okay. Uh, front row seats to a... I'd never figure out how to pronounce this. Perox Y Jin with a question mark. Oh, Jeff, oh, Jeff Hardy, Hardy and Shannon yeah. Moore. Oh, my God. As if this has happened here. Oh, oh. Mm. oh, front row seats to a Macho Man rap concert. Oh, my God. The Jeff Hardy one. <laughs> yes. The Macho Man one. Come on. <laughs> Come nah, on. I'm Morris the Top Saucy Jeff. Oh, God, get on, come and beat you up. Be a man, Hulk. No, he tried one gig. And then they realised straight away he was uh, just talking over some of the... the... Some of the lyrics in Be A Man are amazing. It's like, you're weak, bro. There was a charity event, but you didn't show. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Be A Man, Hogan. A tutor session with Dean Douglas or a dentist appointment with Dr. Isaac Yankum, DDS. Oh, my goodness. Oh, probably the, probably the tutor. Oh, These are yeah. bad gifts. Tutor, it's definitely. A tutor. You can tell us all why he hates Ric Flair. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. Wrestling lessons with Kurt Angle or a boxing lesson with Baron Corbin. Oh. Brits don't really generally we are not that well versed on the art of amateur wrestling it's not as well known here as it is in America where it's a big collegiate sport so I'll go for the boxing I guess mm. oh, I'll go for the boxing because I assume it'll be less intense Less than, I mean, both, I'm sure quite, both. both quite intense. But you know what? But yeah. Kurt Angle but teaching you wrestling Will oh. Madcap Moss be there with that, Corbin? That's one of the fox catchers <laughs> Oh yeah Yes mm. Yes Have you seen that documentary by the way? Yes it's crazy oh, The Netflix uh, one's uh, crazy it's the mad fox catcher yeah. thing yeah uh, one, yeah, Kurt Angle being involved in that is like barely even mentioned because it's like the yeah. least crazy thing. And, and uh, anyway, uh, one free night stay at the SmackDown Hotel. <laughs> oh no, savage! Or an all-expense paid tour of Dudleyville. I'd go for Dudleyville because from the advert for one of the SmackDown games, there's too much going on in the SmackDown Hotel. When Kurt Angle's walking through, you remember that? What are you both laughing at? You too. I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just wondering if there's complimentary onions on the <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> 
Oh, oh, definitely Dudleyville. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get the mega bus to Dudleyville. <laughs> a bottle of JR's barbecue sauce or a bottle of The Rock's uh, Terramana Blanco tequila? It's the one that's in the background of all of his Instagram posts. Oh, see. Blanco means white, doesn't it? So it's like white tequila, I guess, yeah. Hmm. What else is white? Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, no. I, we need to stop this conversation. Do we? Do we? <laughs> yeah. I, need go... to, I need to go and sit myself on the naughty step for a minute. I'm not a big tequila drinker, but I reckon it's one of those things you'd have in the cupboard for special occasions. So I'd have the tequila. I actively hate tequila, so I'll go for the... Bro- I, I, I want to try some of Jim Ross's sauce anyway. If anyone's watching who can send it... <laughs> if anyone's watching who can send us a few bottles of JR's barbecue sauce... Mm. We're a massive, massive platform and we could promote you heavily. Yes. <laughs> I hope Jim Ross is okay as well. Listen to yeah, podcast. of course. You mm. sound like you're in good spirits. Yeah, of course. Uh, 20-something things of radiotherapy's got to have. Mm. Oh, yeah. I'll try. I know. Uh, I'll definitely have the Blanco tequila because I'm sure it goes down better than JR's barbecue sauce. Uh, oh, I'll ride oh. along with... The, oh, whatever. Oh, I'll ride along with the big man. boss. <laughs> no, I'm sure. Because you can't drink barbecue. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Shut yeah. up. I'll ride along with the big boss man or a day is Hurricane Sidekick. Oh, the boss man. Oh, I'd love to go on the police ride along in in Cobb County. Bit dangerous, though, isn't it? I guess Hurricane... No, Hurricane's less dangerous. I'll go for the sidekick. It's cartoonish. I imagine he'll have a a motorcycle like Wallace and Gromit. I'll sit sit in the sidecar. Yeah, you know what? I realise Big Boss Man's a cop, so yeah, I'll go for Hurricane. Uh, A night out with New Jack or a night out with Minoru Suzuki? Suzuki, my best pals. (laughs) I'll go for Suzuki. Do you reckon he goes mental? I reckon he... Does he even drink? Probably. He's a Japanese wrestler, yeah. Yeah. Of course he does. Yeah. They all drink. Because they can't do drugs over there. I was so surprised how big the drinking culture was in Japan. It was like England. (laughs) Yeah, all the reports are It was way more than it was in America. Like, people were getting way more drunk. Yeah, but look at his body. He doesn't look like he's 73. I reckon... (laughs) I reckon he's so crazy the rest of the day, he just relaxes, drinking his entire body weight and... Rocks tequila, mm. <laughs> so I'll go. I'll go with uh, Minoru just because we'll be like, oh yeah, yeah. So, so one piece, and we talk about nine hours on that. An autographed copy of Ready to Rumble, or an autographed copy of The Wrestler. The Wrestler, I guess. Ready to Rumble's got the entire WCW casting. Yeah. On Reddit this week, it got shared. You can now watch Ready to Rumble for free. So Ross got excited, didn't he? Did he? Bloody, bloody, my country's not available to watch that thing on YouTube. And that's why you need Nord uh, VPN. <laughs> thank you. Will that work, will it? Yeah. I might just get it just for that. Use code BEARS. <laughs> Two BEARS, one right. yes, <laughs> Uh Rumble. Al Snow's best friend, Head, or Perry Sutton's best friend, Moppy? Um, head always... Excuse you. Ex- bless you, time. bless you even. Sorry, bless you. Thank you, Sean. Um, yeah, the mannequin always creeped me out as a child, so I'd have to go for Moppy. I've got I've got a head upstairs that I used during lockdown to focus the cameras up, so I've got one of them. So I'll go oh, for okay. a mop, yeah. Uh, as a kid, I did think we we're going to get at least one backstage segment where, where head was actually talking and had like the the mouth <laughs> spliced over it, like Al attack the rock. It'll be great, and it never happened. And I was the stupidest kid in the world. Do you know where the head came from, Richard? Because. It was in the office. I, t- I took it home. Oh, oh, oh I was going to be like, in ECW. Yeah, yeah, I, I, took it, I took it home during lockdown and my girlfriend defaced it with makeup. I don't know if you noticed that. Eyeshadow the lot, lipstick, blusher. Oh, uh, she must be pretty. Highlighter, that's what it's called, yeah. Highlighter, like a yeah. Cheek shine. Yep. Like a diamond. Um, 
I'm ready for this podcast to be over. Uh, <laughs> Python's best friend, Moppy, because I get more work out of my mop than I do my head. Fight old St. Nick in the Miracle on 34th Street. Fight or take on the Christmas creature in a silent night, bloody night match. Who is the Christmas creature? Are these presents? Kane. Kane. Yeah. Oh, I could I could survive longer against McFoley than Kane. So <laughs> hey, nowadays, that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, McFoley. Yeah. Uh, consume a candy cane with Cole Cabana or enjoy some eggnog with Matthew's friend, Evil Uno. I've never tried eggnog. Me neither. And I also think Evil Uno seems like a pleasant man, so I'd go for Evil Uno. Alcoholic, isn't it? Is it? I don't know. I have no idea what it is. No. Eggnog alcohol. I'm sorry, Americans, we don't... It comes in a milk-esque carton, doesn't it? Oh, it kills them, wouldn't it? Oh. Yeah, we'll go for it. I do the, the Ric Flair shot. It's like, let's drink. And it's hard off me. <laughs> With Evil Uno, because he's mint. Uh, thank you guys for all the work you do. These podcasts really help me get through the workday. Much love to all the lads. Adam Zappel. Thank you. Thank you very much, Adam Zappel. Bless you. Mm. Yes. And that was a Reese's Pieces. If you have any Reese's Pieces of your own, please, please, please send them to mailbag at Goldaholic.com. I knew we didn't do that this week. It's Goldaholics. The question. Ah. <laughs> what a long, lovely, non laborious episode of the podcast has <laughs> been this week. Fantastic. Near the end now, just time for one more little question. And given the success of MGF in his hometown of Long Island, New York, what do you think is the best hometown moment for a wrestler? So, you know, the opposite to when WWE uses them and they lose and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just a nice moment that's happened that could only happen there with that one wrestler. It's boring, answer-wise, but probably Money in the Bank 2011 for me. CM Punk in Chicago. But, you know, that we have waxed lyrical about that as we all have. Many a time, so maybe I'll think of another one. Have you? Has anyone got another? I certainly do. I do as well. Do you want to go first? Oh, go on then. Because oh, you're probably going. Yours probably going to be better than mine. No, so it's I won't not. Use the it's definitely not. Okay. <laughs> probably the best thing Bret Hart did in WCW, which isn't saying much, was when he came out in Canada. He had the the local football teams hockey uh, jersey on, and he goes, "Well, do you respect it? Whatever it is, kind of the thing. This is hockey country." Removes his giant. Thing to reveal another giant one, but it's a hockey one. Crowd even louder. He goes on this great speech about he's Bret Hart and he's mint. The crowd's like, we know, we agree. And then Goldberg comes out, spears him, and then they're both down the mat. It's a bit weird. They're both down. Eventually, Bret Hart comes out, gets up, pins him. One, two, three. It's not a real thing. Gets up, reveals a steel plate. I gotta go, oh, yes. And then he goes, I quit, which didn't make sense for the time. <laughs> just the, the crowd being... So over for Brett. Love yeah, him, Brett. Yeah. I'm sure there's like Canadian Stampede as well in Survivor Series 90 and other events that Brett Hart had a good moment in his own country. But that one's one that sticks out because there's not many good moments involving him in WCW, sadly. Mm. El Dandy. Yes. I don't know if you remember a little-known professional wrestler. Well, not little-known. Globally recognized superstar called the English Lion Eddie Ryan. And oh. towards the end of Five Star Wrestling, <laughs> there was a show hosted at the Plymouth Pavilions in Plymouth, Devon, yep. England, UK. Uh, <laughs> who should come from that neck of the woods but a lion? Yes, a lion lives in the forest, and a lion is called Eddie Ryan. And Eddie Ryan did some things on that show, which Richard Tubman explained earlier, and I've completely forgotten, but I've got the matches that happened. What happened again, Richard? It was a gauntlet. Gauntlet. Had to go through, each one, yeah. had to go through all the gauntlets. Jake Hager said you, you have to p take on all these people. Yeah, and then Hager beat him for the title. He, Hager retained the title. Um, yeah, so... Oh, yeah, because they're listed the wrong way around here. 
So the, the gauntlet happened before the championship match. I've forgotten. I just remember the crowd going wild during that gauntlet match. Did they actually go wild? Yeah. And who were the people? It was, Drake was one of them. I'll tell you. Eddie Ryan defeats Big Grizzly. Oh, yeah. Staple of, a pillar of five-star wrestling. And Dave Mastiff. H.T. Drake and, and Marcus Burke and Tim Willie or Wiley. <laughs> it could be either. Tim W-Y-L-I-E. Wiley. Wiley. Yeah, we'll go That's Wiley. It, yeah. Although Tim Willie sounds a lot better, like a rapper or something. Big Tim Willie, yeah. <laughs> Big Willie style. Big Willie. Big Wiley style. Um, so yeah, that 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 emotional journey. It was obviously crushed at the end there, as we heard about um, the J.K. Hager match. But the journey to get there was fantastic. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll do another one then. <laughs> it was it was good because obviously we we laugh at five star wrestling for of course uh, we do booking all these massive arenas and then putting three people in them. <laughs> 200 people, or maybe <laughs> This maybe a Plymouth bit. Oh. Pavilions was a, a, a building the size of what their audience was. So it was so packed. That was, yeah, that was the one show where it worked. Because, wow, it looks rammed in here. So yes, because there's not 200 people in Newcastle Arena, which sits, what, 13,000, 11,000, 11, yeah. yeah, give or take. Jody Fleisch is brawling with Alberto Del Rio in the stands. <laughs> just <laughs> empty. Just... Some fun facts about Eddie Wright, though, if you want. Oh. <laughs> his, um, his real name is Vincent Rubio, which is a sensational Ooh. name. Yeah, that sensational should be his name. ring name. And he was former a former fraud analyst at the Nation Wild... <laughs> I've given up yet. <laughs> a former fraud Nation analyst fraud at the Nationwide Building Society. Oh, okay. So the gauntlet match of that portion was <laughs> my <laughs> best example <laughs> of a hometown hero going home and doing some good things. Well, aren't you glad that we talked about this rather than what Jeff Hardy up to next? Eh? I don't want to <laughs> submit any more to follow that and put a dampener on <laughs> the Plymouth Pavilion show. Have you, got, have you got enough for the thumbnail, Richard? <laughs> 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 That's going to be it, the big news this week. I wonder what he's up to now, Eddie Ryan. Not listening to this, that's for sure. Oh, might do. I hope not. Richard, would you mind just quickly going on cage match and seeing what Eddie Ryan's last match was? Because if it was at the, the Plymouth Pavilions, <sighs> limbs will be all over this, this studio. Yeah, right, Papa Jack. Yeah, right. He's, you got just, one he's, he's asleep. Oh, you got. You said yours, haven't you? I've said one? mine, yes. Jack was going to do another one. Do do well, one? I was going to do one that was more about us. Oh, where is it? Bobby oh. Vegas. He beat Bobby Vegas. What are you laughing at? You can only beat what, what's put in front of He beat Doug Williams. He no, asked the Jay. Jay That's a shame. <laughs> what? <laughs> so there we go. We know what he's doing now after five star wrestling. He had that match in uh, NXT UK as well, didn't he? Yeah, what, he is, what is going on? He had at least one match. <laughs> That's a shame. Do you have more than one, Richard? I'm <laughs> It was against. Um, oh, who did he lose to? Hey, someone on NXT UK. Hey, bugger me. <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> this is good podcasting, this, isn't it? Change the bloody category at the top to do <laughs> There you go, the plus sign at the bottom there. Above number one, yep. Promotions. World Wrestling Entertainment will be at the bottom. No, just when it says matches, just type in NXT UK. <laughs> oh, whatever. Two matches. Fabian Eitner, that was the one. Oh, he beat Saxon Huxley. He lost to Fabian Eitner in five minutes. He beat the muscle cast. He beat the muscle cast. Oh, wow. Right, uh, that was all right, wasn't it? It was a good podcast, guys. I feel like I've been a hindrance on this week's podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. You played the role of Matthew very well. I'll not be back next week. <laughs> oh, shut up. No, yes, should, you will. We should say this is just because of Boris's oh. announcement. This was this was the last in-person um, 
just a reiterate. It's been a long time. Sorry. Some might have forgotten. I certainly did. Uh, last one in person for the year. Mm. Three months of something like that. Back in the office. Four months. Apart from the culties, if that counts. Oh, the culties, yeah. That, that's in person. But this is the last regular yeah, podcast. until Friday and we're doing this tomorrow. Ah, so we'll exactly. be, yeah, we will be doing this within government guidelines at a point. Out yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. But from that point on, the podcast will be moving to the internet. Which is a shame. Yeah. Mm. But we need to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Don't mention the party. It's, it's a bit of pill to swallow. Like I was, uh, I was all for just shoving those restrictions up his ass. But you got to do it, man. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even yeah. though they're massive hypocrites and they're not sticking their own rules, yes, we have to. Yeah, apparently. Ah, uh, well. Okay, well, let's not end on a sour note. Been a lovely podcast and get together as always. Jack, what have you got? for us until next podcast. I know you've got lots of TV. Um, to be honest, yeah, there's lots of stuff coming out and I've got a bit lost with when certain stuff's yeah. coming out. I've, I've recorded stuff with Ross this week, but that could be coming out like way yeah. in the future and stuff. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing this week. Um, in fact, because of the government guidelines, I don't even know what the score is with Twitch uh, on Wednesdays. So All right. But I'll possibly well, be back with me and Owen. Yeah, I think it will still. Okay. But yeah, keep an eye out on Owen's Twitter. Right. He usually puts up a thing. But yeah. Okay. And yourself, Ross? Uh, lots of stuff. Uh, I, I, I'm saying with Jack. Yeah, it's the know. same thing. There we the go. The schedule has been put on a document, and it is there on the internet for certain people to look at, and I'm sure it will be abided to, and videos will go out at a consistent rate over the next few weeks. I've just had such a long week, mate. I know you have, pal. Can you tell? Yeah, yes, we can tell. But you know who can't tell? <laughs> the patron producers, Mark Leslie, Reno2200, Noah Anderson, and AK. Where's the graphic? Akajua. Akajua. Oh, sorry, I keep reading that as a sign, hey, Jay. We asked him last week, didn't we? We did, we did. We were very polite. He's also been very He's had a busy. busy week. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Until then, we have been the cultaholic lads. <laughs> we have been sure. the lads. Sam losing it slightly. We've been Jack. We're the cultaholic boys, and we're making all the noise. <laughs> Mailbag at callhike.com, patreon.com forward slash callaholic. You've been lovely. Thank you very much. Hope you stay warm and follow guidelines and all that crap. And now we're going to point at this this thing right here and say the famous expression that we all know and love, which is on the count of three one, two, three. Join us. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. <laughs>